you know how you learn things as life goes on where it's like for some people they they knew about that since they were children but then sometimes those pieces of knowledge you just don't encounter them until adulthood and you're like how did i never know this uh this is a minor one but i've spent so many years uh just using my ice cubes out of ice cube trays and then one of my trays broke and i was like this is so stressful because i only have one ice cube tray now and i keep having to like wait till i've emptied it before i can comfortably refill it and then i caught on from a tiktok video that was done on instagram i could just get a plastic box with a sealed top and eject the ice cubes into the box to have a box of ice cubes and then refill the tray to be producing new ice cubes uh whilst using the ones out of my ice cube receptacle box and that just never occurred to me because in my entire life i've only ever been in a position of living with people or on my own uh, and the people I lived with before on my own used the ice cubes out of the trays and that was that and I didn't realize how much easier life is if you just make ice cubes put them in a box then make new ice cubes and put them in a box so you have a surplus of ice cubes uh, never occurred to me so that's a, a, a huge recent development uh, big if true and it is what the fuck's going on down there Anyway, hi Aaron. Hello, welcome to hi. WTF at TFW. Hi. Uh, <laughs> you could be bougie and get yourself one of those like uh, ice cube machines for your freezer, or for a countertop, they have those as well. Depending on, how I got much my bespoke trays. Okay, that's fine. I got I got my tray that makes big fat cubes. I got my tray that makes Autobot insignia cubes, and I got my stupid tray that doesn't really work. That's supposed to make stick cubes to put in bottles, but they never accounted for the part where you have to carry the tray from the water faucet to the freezer, mm-hmm. and it has no lip. So if you try to carry it from the kitchen counter to the freezer, you lose about let's say one entire stick's worth of water out of both sides on your way between. No matter how slowly you move, <laughs> it's very annoying. Uh, I should throw that tray out, but I'm stubborn. Uh, also here today, hello, TJ. How's it going? It's going good. Going good. It it sounds like what you need is one of those empty condiment bottles. Just fill with water and inject them while they're in the freezer. So I have one of those for miniatures painting. Uh, just use the I same one. I could give that a try. Just use the same one. Yeah. I, I use filtered water in it, too, for the sake of my brushes. Um, so I could do that. It's, I feel somehow like that is that is like being too nice to the stupid cheap stick ice tray, but also the the sticks of ice are fun to throw in the sides of glasses where I have big ice cubes in there, and I can't fit another big ice cube, but I can fit a stick ice in. So maybe I'll give that a try. Thank you, TJ. That's a good idea. Uh, we're here in the year 2024, getting ready to ring in the 40th anniversary of the Transformers. So welcome to uh to the show um it's uh it's january the 14th when we're recording for context but we're gonna mostly be talking about uh things we got because we got you know what a new transformers line launched and then another transformers line kind of launched whatever reactivate is so we, we got stacks of toys to talk about before that we are going to jump into a quick double uh double component listener question from red snarl uh, who's got two questions for us. This will be kind of our, our way of warming up. Also, something the first question felt applicable to what we're going to talk about for the rest of the episode. So question number one, 
with the sheer number of Transformers toy lines this year, Studio Series Legacy, Rise of the Beast Mainline, which I don't think ever came out except for the Voyagers and Earthspark, um, the store exclusive lines like Toxitron and Buzzworthy. Do you think it's time to scale things back a bit? With Studio Series expanded to 86 and Gamer Edition, I feel like it's just become a second generation's line and should maybe uh, come to an end. Updates could still continue, but in future movie lines to maybe fill them out a bit. This could free up some shelf space and that budget could go to the toy line for the current show, giving them a proper toy line with Voyager and Leader Class toys like Animated and Prime got. And maybe having less to put out could help with distribution? I've also thought that maybe it's time for generations to go on at least a hiatus, but then I realized they're already over halfway done with the original Beast Wars show, and I'd like to see that get finished off. It would also be nice to see something other than Buzzworthy at Target. Uh, those are all completely valid questions, um, and I, I feel like the simplest answer is that Hasbro doesn't want to, but uh, I suspect part of that comes from two things. A, I think that somewhere internally they really like that Studio Series keeps having this number going up that appears on every next toy. Like, I feel like that is, that's like something celebratable internally. But number two, I don't think that they want to give nice toys to the kids shows anymore. <laughs> like, it's kind of me shrugging as I say that. Uh, not happily. But, um, I don't know. Like, uh, Aaron, what's your take? Like, do you think that from a Hasbro perspective, there is value in dialing back a little bit? Because there are three studio series lines now. Yeah, so uh, it's hard to remember the, the that sometimes. Thing is with Studio Series, though, it's it's not like it's Studio Series, and it we don't share a box. It's all Studio Series, like it it all comes True. in the same like shipping box, which I think makes a difference to like yeah. there being a a big variety of Studio Series. Studio Series is just like it 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 seems like a hey, this is a big screens generations thing versus um yeah like the legacy united whatever is all hey this is more old like comic book or cartoon or shows that never came out in the u.s because now we have tasmania kids spoiler i think for all three of us um like I, I feel like that's not where me. I the... never saw him. Oh, okay. Um, I feel like that's where the like split is in what studio series versus what's not, and then the movie line is so weird. Is though. just weird. Yeah, it's just weird because like studio studio series eighty six makes everything weird because it used to be its own thing, and as that line has gone on, it feels less and less like its own thing and more yeah. just like. I don't know, man. It's <laughs> yeah. It was the '86 movie, whatever. But so, I mean, some of them. It, it. I feel like they could use with a little bit of tightening up of the line, but at the same time, like it's a rough spot because it's not like, you know, it's it's the whole thing. They could make a million different items, but if stores aren't picking them up, like if the Walmart buyer that says, yeah, I want to put two cases of these in every Walmart in North America. Like if, if they say, yo, it's too much Hasbro's not going to make it. So the fact that they're yeah, putting so, more out means that the, the accountants and, or the toy buyers and, or whoever else 
is looking at everything and saying, we can support this as sales. Now, what does that mean for somebody that's a Transformers collector? That's maybe a different question. Like, I, I think I'm coming down to the point now where I may just go entirely to online ordering and then canceling a pre-order if I manage to find it before it comes in. Because, yeah, my target, even like Christmas smashed its stock and then it seemed like it restocked with the same stuff that it had prior to Christmas. Which is rough because you feel like Christmas should be a turnover. Like, pegs were empty at, at, you know, the week before Christmas and the couple of weeks after Christmas. And then when we went in, what I found, okay, I I guess I did find, I did find the, the, like, basics, core, whatever the heck, I always forget whatever the heck they're called, of United there. But then it was also a bunch of air razors, like a lot of air razors, the disgusting amount of air. I have no idea where three, two whole peg, two and a half pegs. It's because she was her, she was her own deluxe case at one point. Like she was shipping by herself, I think. So, but, uh, the, the one point you made there is important, which is that like, you know, the the retailers do want someone at Target loves Bumblebee and uh, just a quick pivot. TJ, what what is, what is your take on this? Like, do you, do you think someone at Target just loves Bumblebee? Do you think that maybe they should just be let outside for a second, shown the rest of the world? You know, there's there's <laughs> other stuff going on. <laughs> I, I mean, I think they they love the name Buzzworthy Bumblebee. Like you put you put Bumblebee in the title, and they seem to buy everything. How many of them have been um, bumblebees, though? None. N- not as many as you think. I think there have been <laughs> Some like, have, but like four total out of Buzzworthy. I, that's just, in my mind, Buzzworthy is just, that's the Target exclusives. The way that we used to have Target exclusives that looked like original packaging stuff. It just had cryotech in it instead of... Megatron. As long as Bumblebee's face is on the box, I'm calling it Buzzworthy Bumblebee. Yeah. And and yeah, it I think it frequently is, but it's still just a matter of like, hey, these are other repaints, retools that that target I mean, solicited. I, I, I mean, at one time it seemed like they were trying to put a Bumblebee in every wave, but now we know like there was a whole canceled wave that included another Bumblebee. Mm-hmm. So that probably that probably threw everything yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah, it's I mean, yeah. Go, sorry, go. For me, yeah, like, like I me, mean, like for for me, I look at all this line. Like, obviously, yeah, like the retailers obviously want this much product because they keep ordering everything. But at the same time, like we're coming off of a period where before Christmas you could go into an Ollie's or a Ross and just load up on a whole bunch of excess stock, including a bunch of stuff that was uh, buzzworthy. Velocitron, especially. I think I've got a whole. I think I've got. Everything but uh, Galaxy Shuttle and Cosmos, like, mm-hmm. sealed. Just sit, just sitting in a closet waiting for the stock to thin out and before it goes to eBay itself. Uh, you know, and, and even, like, Selects. Like, I was finding, like, Selects in, in person at a Ross for, like, eight bucks a box. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, like, there's a lot of stuff that's hitting stores that are just <clears throat> just underperforming in one way or another so at some point yeah i kind of i kind of wonder if it's just 
is it just too much or is it just not enough focus on, you know, like you mentioned, like the kids, the kids don't really get a good toy line anymore. You know, there's yeah. that part of me that kind of remembers, part of me remembers like how animated did it where, okay, we have all these weird gimmicky figures, but there's a main line mm-hmm. too. You know, there's something that kids and collectors can both like. And yeah, I kind of, I kind of wonder like, would it really be that bad to go back to the that? The thing is, it it because it does feel it like it's... feels like though that the last couple have sh- couple of shows also haven't been aimed at like teen tween. It's been aiming at like a much younger crowd, and so I wonder if that's part of the mindset of why like it has a more limited, more simplistic line. You know, well, I, I'll than... throw a little hot take in there. I think. Of, of all the shows in, in recent memory, and I, I think it's because it, it it did go on for, you know, several seasons, I think it also kind of miscolors recollection. Prime is the only show that really shot above its usual age weight. Yeah. Um. Every, every other one around it, like, like, the one right after it shot right back down again. So, like, like, animated, even though we really liked it, had a really good crew on it, animated was aimed at, you know, kitty kids compared to Prime. Like, Prime notably was, like, going into a weird, darker place, partly because of the movies. I feel like Animated, uh, though, had that... had more of a split, where it, wa- it wasn't something that was just at the Kitty Kids. It was... There w- there was the kid layer to a lot of it, and then there was an older layer in there, too, versus it feels like, like Cyberverse has been very, very, like this is the lesson of the week of like, share your toys. Don't, you know, look both ways before crossing the street. Some of those lessons that I, I don't believe that animated had it quite as much of. Uh, I, I have to rewatch it because I haven't seen it for a couple of years, but I think season one of animated was kind of, it was still pretty heavily rooted in that stuff. Uh, I think also animated being 2008, there was just a different vibe back then. Plus, we had like so much contact with the creative team mm-hmm. um, while the show was airing. It's true too. Uh, I just I, I I always feel like there are like there it's not blinders, but I think there's there's like the changing world around us. Uh, plus, you know, aging up since then is like it it can warp perception on um, Cyberverse and Earth Spark, especially like Rid 2015. I tend to. Um, have the fondest memories for out of anyone I ever encountered because a lot of people just hate that show, and a lot of the show isn't like amazing. But like, uh, Cyberverse past season one started to punch pretty decently, marred by its like lack of union uh, backed uh, vocal direction, um, which does set it below animated's overall delivery like pretty easily. Um, but I, I, yeah, I I just think that Prime is really the only one that aimed like that at that age range that we're thinking of. Also, I think that one other effect is just you know the simple fact we always hear about every few years: kids buy less toys just in general. So I I could see it like behooving Hasbro less to want to yeah. like take generations stuff and like you know aim it at the Earthspark watching audience. Um, it's like that's what the deluxes are for is probably the byline. Um. But it, it is a bummer, because there's such good design work in Earthspark, and in those other shows post-Prime that, like, just didn't get a chance. Like, it's a coup that we have a Cyberverse toy in in a Legacy line now. I hope it's not the last one. 
And it's it's even a wind blade. It's like the least it's the most evergreen one you probably could have picked, right? Mm-hmm. But it's still something. <laughs> like Earth Spark is is kind of left floating there. I think I think I've gone on that rant before, but like you know, you look at what the Earth Spark Deluxes are and you look at how many of them are retools or just repaints of Cyberverse Deluxes, and it's like dog. That's kind of a bummer for Nick Roche and everyone else, you know, who worked on, on that show. Um, but yeah, I, I, I wonder if we're going to have that dial back happen. I think that there's going to be like a messaging around it that will cause a little bit of amnesia about this current question that I, I hear asked more than once, you know, throughout our current community. Um, but right now it seems like, yeah, we're just, it seems to work, whatever this weird machine is. Um, even though it led to us, as you will hear, purchasing piles of toys, <laughs> uh, and not even all of them. Um, but uh, moving on to the second question from Red Snarl. Have you ever tried to hunt down a toy that didn't exist? I was born in the late 80s, so my first Transformers were G2. Thought it was weird that my toys were the wrong colors. When my brother was all, uh, almost 10 years older uh, than me, had the G1 toys, which looked like, you know, you would expect. My Optimus Prime was red and blue, uh, and his was white. Eventually, I found out it was Ultra Magnus. He would show me his Power Master Prime. Thought it was the coolest thing ever. Um, so I was convinced that Optimus was a repaint of his Magnus. And that meant Power Master Ultra Magnus had to exist in the G2 line and would frantically search for one at KB Toys or James Way. I don't know what James Way is. Uh, my brother would eventually make up stories about seeing things like Transmetals Magnaboss and Tripredicus and not having uh, the money to buy them, uh, which would make me search for those as well. I eventually would lie back to him about seeing Transmetal Dinobot, uh, but not being able to get him only for my brother to eventually come home with Transmetal 2 Dinobot, making me very upset. Like, low-key, your brother actually... Your, your brother won that pretty soundly. Uh, doubly so seeing that he was a Predacon for some reason. Um, I would also totally buy fans hobby Power Master Ultra Magnus if they would ever recolor Delta Baser into it. Uh, yeah, I, I used to have this, but my problem is I got onto the internet fandom in like 1998, 99. So I became too aware of what does exist. <laughs> uh, so like I wasn't in a position to be deceived uh, about stuff Um like by the tail end of, of, you know, Beast Wars, Beast Machines, because I was too terminally online for a teenager, like looking at what was coming out. My problem was more that I was looking for toys that I saw pictures of, but it turns out never came out. That was my big problem. Um, cause I didn't quite understand how all that worked at the time. So, you know, stuff like Hasbro store, green Ramulus or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that would kind of stick with me or, not understanding what Wonderfest was, so I'd spend a couple years thinking, like, man, why can't I find that cool insert Wonderfest kit that I saw in, like, the toy magazine uh, in in the late 90s? Um, but yeah, otherwise, the internet has actually, you know, ruined my ability to have such endearing childlike naivete in my childhood. <laughs> uh, DJ, have you ever been chasing a Transformer that doesn't exist? <clears throat> I'm I'm kind of in that same boat where I've I've been in this fandom so long that for the most part I've always been aware that when things are and are not in existence I I think I I want to say like the only time I can remember doing that is searching through pegs of Beast Wars toys wondering why they haven't done a ravage yet cuz even yeah, as a kid yeah. something in my head said hey Hey, uh, they put him in three episodes. Surely he's got a toy. Um. 
color me very confused when the only thing I would ever find is Tripreticus Agent and this weird black and yellow Cheetor that was only online. Like, is this? Is this Ravage? Is this is this Ravage's, like, <laughs> special name for the toy? <laughs> Uh, this is way before I could find out what Metal's Ravage is, and even further before I could figure, I found out why it never came out. Does does it count that I spent most of 2009 thinking that the Revenge of the Fallen mainline Constructicons were going to secretly combine? <laughs> that kind of counts, right? Like, I spent a well, good couple the, months just the, thinking, like, oh, surely, though. The, the three bikes with their weird slot flap. Oh, that, that too. Ne- that never got an official, like, answer of what that was. And even the people that are now entirely out of it, when you ask about it, they're like, "Yeah, we we're going to try to figure something out, but yeah, whatever." <laughs> we just we thought that would that would just solve itself, you know. Just <laughs> we thought if we pour more money into the box that says "fix the slot flap," then you know the, the toy yeah. would fall out. Uh, that's that one actually. It's like the I would idea say that, that the slot flap is such a deep secret that like no everyone's sworn to secrecy. There's NDAs that extend fifty years. I think there was not maybe not like NDAs, but like I think there was a kind of for a couple of years this collective like just don't talk about it. Like <laughs> as things you know moved on and it became clear the slot flap will amount to nothing. That like <laughs> eventually they were like oh, maybe we should just let leave this alone. Whilst we still work here, there's no positive spin on I feel this like, one. <laughs> I feel like there might be like swearing themselves to secrecy and letting us just like wonder how this works and try and like figure it out for ourselves might be the actual sales strategy behind Elite One. Yeah, that mm-hmm. tail end repaint one. So like, this, oh, no, when she came out, I remember that there was this whole conversation about like, oh, she's going to be the one that fixes it. They've been doing little retools here and there. They got they got the money. The movies still make billions. They're gonna fix the slot flap with Elite One. Uh, Aaron, unless that is your answer, do you have anything you can recall ever like looking for that just didn't actually I, exist? I don't think so. A young Aaron always had the like when you bought the anything that had a box and up had the like. Long wide. Here's the list of all the the robots that are out this year, like the checklist. Hmm. Oh yeah. And the cost sale. I think after that, I basically just like looked at the at at that as like what's out there, or the like the Sears Big Book or the Toys R Us Christmas Book, that sort of thing that just listed every damn thing. Um, uh, but I don't think that I ever necessarily went for like extended period of times of toys that didn't exist because I've also always been very much a like, let me research this type of person. Um, Like, let me go like find what sources I can find in order to do that. And then as soon as the internet was a thing, like sure there was fog and nonsense out there. Um, The number of people that swear for realsies that they had a blue, blue streak, Um, you know, things, things of that nature. But, like never beyond that mm-hmm. i don't think i know when i was a kid there was a period because i kept being taken on trips to germany and finding like the gold box reissues i did spend a long time 
kind of just confusedly trying to find G1 toys, like, well past the era, like, in, mm. you know, 87 to 89, uh, when it was all, like, MicroMasters Pretenders, and I kept going, like, why are there no, why, why can't I find, like, the, the hoist I'm missing? Like, I, I, I saw them in Germany, and, like, I didn't, you know, didn't connect mm. that, like, there's a difference. Um, so I think I was looking for, like, G1 toys well past the period where I could have found them as a little kid. Uh, but... Yeah, I don't know. I hope that answers your question. I'm curious, anyone listening, if anyone out there has tried to hunt a toy that doesn't exist, because I, like, outside of just being young, you know, obviously, like, Red Snarl mentioned, like, I was six or seven years old. Um, it's hard to think stuff exists that it doesn't because we got too much internet now mm -hmm. to, to not know things. So I'm curious if this has actually happened to anyone else. Um... Because with all that said, I think we should uh, we should get into some acquisitions chat. And I was going to say, why don't we just open up by going down the list of unite of Legacy United? Because we it seems like between the three of us, we bought at least several Legacy Uniteds. Uh, mm -hmm. so I want to lead the charge with uh the core class and Energon Megatron. Uh, because I know that I'm pretty sure all three of us got him. Uh, yes, we did good um so energon megatron uh how, how are we all feeling because I, I i like this thing's um robot mode i like the colors i like how he turned out i was somehow let down by the alt mode and i'm i kind of know i think now what i was hoping for but i was really confused when i was let down because i was like i don't know how to articulate why i'm let down because it's not overtly doing anything wrong i, I mean but it, i somehow it, expected it, something it else turns into <laughs> into energon megatron's alt mode like what else did you expect it to do like i, I can i can go downstairs <laughs> yeah, I, I just... and get the giant size version of this and then have you not talk to him or his son ever again like they're it... did, did you want the hyper mode is, is that so what i, was I came I, I came to the conclusion that if the hyper mode was there that would have not made me have that train of thought but it, it wasn't what I was looking for. I I think I just thought that the, and some someone pointed this out to me. I don't think I thought the arms were going to transform more. I just thought they were going to do something that felt a little more solid and the way that the forearms like don't it's not the way that they fold away. It's the way that they just sit there and and don't really want to get involved with the transformation. I think is what did it as opposed to like, you know, if they, if they had some kind of very intentional thing they were doing, um, they just kind of like, and I think the pegs on the sides of the forearms made me think, Oh, they'll peg in. It'll be real satisfying. And then like, they just don't. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, Oh, but like, I'm over it. And it's not like, I went like, I hate this toy. But then I, I did, I did realize if the wings did the hyper mode thing, I would have immediately forgotten the qualm I was having. Uh, because I would have been sick. Because then this also would have been like nearly yeah, feature it complete. It would have well, doubled its would part cool. count, though. Yeah, I don't know. Just take a few parts <laughs> off of uh, take a few parts off of Boulder Crash. <laughs> it feels like it's been a little I, as flexible. It is. Right? It feels as it is. It feels like the wings got a lot of budget yeah. just in the paint because it's done in the it's done in the green, but you yeah. don't really see that much of it. Yeah, I, the it was Boulder Crash, and it was um, it's actually part of it was Boater was another one where, where someone was just like, note the plastic color. It might not be what you think it is, and I was like, huh. 
Because, yeah. It's actually kind of neat on the Megatron because on the big one, the underside of those wings would be green. So it's a ton of paint to get that effect that the large mm-hmm. figure had. Yeah. Yes. Well, and having the green showing around the wing hinges also gives it a little bit of that Energon glow feel visually, like as yeah. a byproduct, uh, which is kind of cool. I love the solution for the shoulder cannons, just having three mil pegs, because also we just don't have enough things with three mil pegs that figures can hold. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's kind of cool. Um, <laughs> I feel so bad I, I went into this just bullying poor Energon Megatron, but you know what? He can deal with it. He's dead. He's <laughs> Uh, I adore that they gave him the, the, I don't know, what do you call this? They gave him the accessory that's full of lore that never happened. So the whole accessory just never made sense ever. And now it's been ported over in small form. The tiny Armada Megatron with sword sticking out the back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I was, like all the, the, I was surprised uh, the, the that sculpt even that. has, yeah. yeah. All the asymmetrical bits on the front of the H and everything. It's just because you can't explain why that's there anymore to someone who, who was not there, I think, at the time mm-hmm. without sounding like you're insane. <laughs> you know, once upon a time, uh, Energon was going to have more of a direct link to Armada than it already did. But the, the animation company slash maybe Takaratomi didn't follow through on that entirely. So there's just weird vestiges. So he has a tiny corpse on his arm of himself. Uh, yeah, otherwise, like, it's it's satisfying. The articulation on these core classes, I think, is... I feel like it's gone up just in general. Like, the... Yeah, it was... The expectable it, it, articulation. It caught me off guard. I think it was his thigh cut that caught me off guard. Yeah. When I was sitting there doing some, some fiddling and some light posing. It was like, oh, dang. That, that thigh cut, that's cool. I'm not sure, like necessarily why he needs it at at this scale especially when he has giant backpack arm interference issues kind of sort of a little bit but okay cool yeah <laughs> what's well, it it's a transformation joint right sort of kind of yes it doesn't have to be but it is yeah because you could have done it without it. It just would have been a lot more irritating to try to, like, swivel on the ball joint hip. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's actually, yeah, the paint is really worth the call out. I I was really surprised how well crisply painted the head was, too. Uh, like, core class is just getting up there. Uh, and this is our first Energon Universe figure, right? In Legacy? Yes. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, yeah, yeah. Um, I stream. Yeah, it's, it's like one of our, like one of our first dips into Energon since Energon, I think. Yeah, yeah. True. Yeah, there's so much Energon that just never really came back. Um, as much as everyone loves Snowcat, we never really got Snowcat back. You, you got one. Ro- you got one Roadbuster and Cloud. That's about it. Yeah. Um, I, I, when I was streaming, opening this thing, someone, had, I, I was going like, man, and what a, what a crazy, what a, what an esoteric choice to do a core class Energon Megatron. And immediately someone was like, it's probably a setup for a shattered glass repaint. And I was like, you know, 
I believed in Santa Claus for a second there, but also that makes a whole lot of sense. Because you just change the head. You don't even you don't even need to change the head, but you just mm-hmm. change the head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's totally shattered glass Megatron. I always feel I always feel like things like this are just like just just dipping the toes in the water to see if anyone actually wants Energon or not. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Like things can be two things, and I agree. Like it's it's a very safe way to mess with Energon because like Energon was so rife with crossplay gimmicks that like you can't really dip in on the Energon Autobots at all without it being like a feature toy. Yeah. So like a a core class Energon Megatron, like kind of you know everyone remembers what he looked like in that show, and it's a simple design. It can beef out a core class, so yeah, it totally is. A, yeah, it's I'm, a safe I'm trying bet. to think how you'd even do that like shirt pants combiner stuff in a modern line so like uh as... spoiler for few for spoiler for down the line mm-hmm. but even then right that's like a that's like a dedicated gimmick price point yeah like i don't i don't, I don't you, know how they would yeah slot but it yeah into... but here's it here's it yeah um once we get far enough into my list i'll i'll give you the explanation all right, rubbing my hands gleefully. Uh, but uh, yeah, move, moving down the core class, um, we also all got Boulder Crash, I believe. Uh, did anyone think the sword mode was going to transform more? I'd, I'd hoped it would. And then it just does it. It's like I've, <laughs> yeah. I've got a, yeah. a blunt kind of pointy stick. It's a motorcycle. It's It's a motorcycle with a knife sticking out the front. Uh, I think actually I really like that as a mode, just not as a sword mode. I just like that it's like no, it's my other alt mode. Is I I I change from motorcycle to motorcycle with sword on the front to knife motorcycle. Uh, because it's threatening when you just fold that out of the bike mode, but then when you go to put it in someone's hand, it's kind of like you, you the blade is so far away from whatever you're gonna swing this at. Uh. You got to imagination hard about what the the motorbike is going to do when it hits somebody. I mean, if you hit someone with an entire motorcycle, you still win the fight. It's just like what's this, what's really the blade for? I don't know. Uh, TJ, how did not to not to like go into the third mode immediately, but how did you feel about the knife mode, the sword mode? <laughs> so the thing is, as I play with this figure, I get. I get some strong, like, Cybertron Ransack vibes out of him. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And in that, yeah, I actually kind of understand, because it is a very Cybertron gimmick for the smaller figures, just have a blade just flip out of something. (laughs) Yeah. So in in that, I kind of support it. Like, I mean, I I think the toy itself is kind of charming. Oh, I love the figure. I actually quite like what it does it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm very pro Boulder Crash. I love the Boulder Crash doesn't hold the knife like a sword, because, like, the sculpt is so... The sculpt of that knife is just so weird as a sword. Mm-hmm. The way Boulder Crash holds it, like, no, I'm just going to shove this in you. Like, that makes yeah. way more sense to me. Yeah, it feels like the direction of the blade should be different if it was going to be a sword for him. If that makes sense. Yeah, like, well, when you put... Like, the cutting edge yeah. is on the wrong side. Oh, I yeah, I, I I gave up on there being a cutting edge. I'm just like, I think that that red part just gets really hot. So, it, you know, 
hot enough metal thing. It doesn't matter if it's sharp. You just shove it into stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like the, the sculpt is really characterful. Um, they did that thing again, like they did with the fossilizers, where I'm just sitting here looking at, you know, the what, the Infernac universe going like, boy, I'd love to know what the Infernac universe is. Shrug. Yeah. <laughs> Doubt I'll find out. <laughs> Guess I gotta make up some headcanon. Uh, and I'm gleefully doing so. Um, but yeah, I like I like the robot mode a lot. I like the bike mode way more than I thought I would. I already thought it was cool, but like in person, something about the bike mode really clicked with me. I think it's when my friend Sam was like, when the knife is folded away, you have to sit on the knife to ride that bike. And I'm like, hell yeah, you do. <laughs> Nobody rides Boulder Crash, but Boulder Crash. Uh... Also, the, the head sculpt is just, like, it's really characterful, again, for, like, a sort of, you know, new non-character. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's just continuing that chain of, like, core-class motorcycles have just been, like, a surefire thing for me since Iguanas. Uh, and it's just, like, yeah, another, another solid little core-class motorcycle. Um, I wish the handle had a hinge in it. Because it's annoying in robot mode. Yeah, that's that's the one thing. I wish that it collapsed down and or extended longer. Because when you make him like he's going to be the beaten stick for somebody else, it's it's like the the five millimeter handle is like right at the tiny edge of it. Yeah. So it so it does just look like they're beating somebody with a motorcycle versus using a sword whereas if that had like if there was a way that like when he becomes a sword his even if he like you've got a different way that you pose the legs to change that profile so there's a bit more of a standoff between it you know that would have been i think an improvement in the make it a weapon realm but yeah yeah, and like I like I said, I don't mind the idea of someone actually just waving a motor, an entire ass motorcycle at someone. Like Kazuma Kiryu has proven to me that sometimes you also do just hit someone with a motorcycle, uh, and you win. Uh, you know, play play some yakuza uh, if you get the chance. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Boulder Crash is like I you know I kind of hope that we get one more core class Infernac Infer Infernac universe thing just because it would be cool to see like another vehicle that's small uh but i don't know what they're gonna do with it like was in, in all the leak listings it's like there's rock three at some point mm -hmm. <laughs> uh and it, it sounds I, like there's maybe remember, or god good T remember tf con just sitting around with a bunch of people late at night coming up with the dumbest vehicle modes for more armorizers like uh a UFO with a handle on the bottom. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, no, our 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 favorite was submarine. Just just a rock that just sinks to the bottom of the sea and just oh. can't, can't get out of the ocean. Oh, like a little rock propeller. It's all crooked and jagged and doesn't really work. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Uh, but yeah, uh, we'll we'll see what they do with the with rock three and I think there was a rock four in one of those Walmart lists. I can't remember now. Um, but, uh, that was all for my core class purchases because I never saw Tasmania kid. So I leave it to you two to, to inform the listeners about the Tasmania kid. All right. Um, it's a 
name on a package in North America right now. <laughs> what was it? The, the the joke that I then had to explain to Alfie was, I'm upset this isn't gold pra- plastic or that brittle br- brown plastic. It's actually solid, uh, and I can't just crush it in a hand. Um, <laughs> you took the exciting yeah, part away from yeah, the toy. That's what I was looking forward to. Just yeah, where's the risk? <laughs> yeah. Um, what happened to risk and fear? Yeah. <laughs> No, I I mean it's it's really pretty close to that basic minus like auto transform kind of sort of uh in in his stylings at least. I can't remember. So I did not have this mold um to in, like in OG Beast Wars to compare. So that may be something more for TJ. But uh the the thing that got me was like the the windows in the bot mode so that the tiny bits of other stuff can kind of peek out of it. It was like they've they've shaved the tolerances so close on it um that they had to notch out the wind like notch out the backpack animal hide carcass bits. That was neat but kind of odd to me. He was Snarl in Beast Wars. Yes. I forgot his name. Oh, and he was he was bound rogue in Robot Masters. That was the best name in Robot Masters. <laughs> but but yeah, like original didn't have those little like part windows. Mm-hmm. You know, and so yeah, I guess they were just like trying to squeeze this guy cuz uh anatomically he's far closer to an actual animal than yeah. the original, which was just very large head, almost like a feral hamster. Yeah, probably not the best, you know, demonstration of a Tasmanian devil. Yeah, but you're you're pretty much spot on. Like like it is very close to how the original toy worked, outside of the fact that the lower jaw does not become mm-hmm. the chest because the head is much smaller. So lower jaw is now the heel spur, which makes more yeah. sense. Uh, yeah, so he just gets a fake chest for animation accuracy, and beyond that, yeah, like, right down to just the way that his weapon mounts on his arm rather than in his hand, yeah, he feels very much like the original toy, just cleaned up and, you know, polished Mm -hmm. a little bit more. He makes the case to me better than Rat Trap did of just doing the the Flip Changer Beast Wars toys as non-Flip Changer core classes. Like the yeah. having not held, like handled one, the general look of him just feels like he's hitting it a little bit harder than Rat Trap. You know, kind of Rat Trap crawled so Tasmania Kid could leap. Yeah, we can go with that. I didn't want to say sore because I want to leave room for you know like Noctoro to get some core class love. <laughs> wait for wait for my legacy Noctoro god. Damn it. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to try to pick up Tasmania Kid once I see one, because I've not heard a, a bad thing about him, you know, with, with with obviously with reasonable expectations for a core class. I have not heard a bad thing about him, so I'm uh, excited to mess around with one. Uh, that and just to see, again, a Transformers Legacy United core class Beast Wars 2 universe Tasmania Kid getting stuffed onto a receipt printout or something. Uh, 
one of the biggest, longest, most silly names when you say all the words in current Transformers. Yeah. Uh, and we better get uh, Bound Rogue in Buzzworthy Bumblebee or I'm Hasbro hates the fans. Um, I forgot how good Bound Rogue's colors are, too. It's like bl- blue with bone, not white, but like blue with bone. Uh, it it's yeah it's it's it the the joke is is very Sonic the Hedgehog and you know it's not too far off. Never heard of Sonic the Hedgehog. I only know Bound Rogue. Uh, let's move into the deluxes where <laughs> uh let's do Aaron. I I know you you only got the one, so we're yes. gonna do another one. Then we'll do the one with you. That way you don't have to like sit there for like three in a row. That's fine. Uh. So TJ, let's 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 just continue the rock talk because I just transformed him. Uh, let's talk about about Magnius. Uh, what a friggin' sick! This toy is so friggin' cool. Just as a transformer, the the tear apart thing on him, like I don't, I don't really get what's happening <laughs> with some of the parts you can remove on him. I like the part where you can build a giant ass hammer out of his little axe. That part's fun, especially when the instructions are like, now just stick it on the front of the truck. Uh, I like that. But the way that he shreds apart feels even less, um, how do I put this? Not cohesive. It feels like there's even less of a plan than with the Junkions. It's kind of like, this part comes off, and this part comes off, and then there's also just like, you know, torso and hip. Doesn't do anything. Have fun. And I, I don't know. I feel. I feel like I'm. I'm left not really caring that much about the that part of the gimmick. But thankfully, he's just a really fun truck transformer who happens to be made out of rocks. You know. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of. I'm kind of in the same boat. Of yeah. He. He's just a neat little figure. You know. Like. I mean. I. I like how solid he feels. I don't know what about like, but like he feels more solid to me than a lot of those like. Isers that we've had in the past. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. especially once I did the instruction based like tear all the pieces off. Once I was like, oh, this guy's. I can't. I know this is gonna come. Not a single part comes off when I transform him like accidentally. I've once ripped one of his arms off because I forgot how they latch in. So eventually, the design to come off five mil peg came out. But like, you, you at least on mine, you can't accidentally Iser him when you're just trying to use him as a normal toy. And that's kind of cool. Yeah, if I only have one grievance, it's just like, I wish the colors were a little bit more interesting. And I honestly think that's just because they showed off the behind the scenes of what his original color scheme was supposed to be with the green and black. And like, mm. when? When? Yeah, the I think that the, the, the bummer is that his vehicular, he only has a few spots of truly vehicular like sculpt, which is the windows his kneecaps and the tires and they're all black and he's a gray rock. So like, I wish those vehicle parts had been more exciting to be like, you know, here's the transformer within the rock. And then that also could have informed Infernak universe lore since there will never be any that I could, you know, I could, I could infer <laughs> some stuff off of. <laughs> Cause like Boulder crash does the thing of having, like, those bright red bits, right? Which, obviously, is supposed to be magma or whatever, but it's more interesting to look at. Yeah, and I'm sure they're gonna do more variety in these as we go along. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, inevitability. Uh, 
I'm, I'm still in that camp of, like, just give me one of these Izers in all the same colors so I can just troop build and build stuff. But, like, with the rocks at the very least, like, that makes, that feels a little bit better than just, like, multiple shades of bone color, you know? Yeah, and, and the rocks add interesting shapes, too. Like, I think, I think the rocks plus the bones will make for some interesting builds, because they kind of go together. True. Yeah, yeah. Um... And and it's also to say, like, Magnus just has interesting, unique stuff going on as a truck transformer, too. Like, the front wheels turning into basically two really, really flat boobs is new. You know, it's, like, not not a usual I, I, thing. I, I, I was, I was going to say pecs, but sure, let's go with that. Well, because they're round and they got a spinny bit. Like, I don't know why. The spinny bit makes me think boobs. It, it makes sense. Uh, what, what what boobs do you know with spinny bits? Listen, you gotta you gotta be you gotta get really deep into our fandom, okay? You gotta find the right kind of material, and uh, I I did see it pointed out also that this guy, because of his wheel boobs and his head sculpt, he in some ways resembles movie Ironhide, and I didn't see it until someone just went like. His chest and his head make oh, me think why'd he's... why'd you do that? He's like an alternate universe movie Ironhide. So then I start looking at Boulder Crash going like, are you an alternate universe movie RC? Is that what the Infernak universe is? Is it the movie-verse but everyone's rocks? Because, <laughs> like, what's more movie-verse than a, a bike deploying a bike-sized knife out the front, right? Like, that's some movie-verse stuff. A giant knife comes out. So... You know, we got, it sounds like, one or two more rocks to see, you know, uh, design-wise, but I am i couldn't unsee it once someone pointed it out, that, like, Magnus looks a lot like movie Ironhide. I was like, damn it, even the feet do! They got the weird, like... Right? <laughs> You're frustrating me now. Like, just the, the body <laughs> shape. And it, you want to know it's wild? I don't want it. I don't want it. It was wild. Is if you go to the truck mode, right? Uh, oh, how did this work? If you go to the truck mode, like you can pull a piece off that makes it look like there's a truck bed, so he looks even more like a pickup truck. And like that also explains his colors. I don't know. It's it's kind of wild. It's kind of wild. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you'll notice that like <laughs> I don't know, TJ. Unless you had something to add. There's, like, nothing to say about the Izer functions on this guy other than the hammer being funny. No. Uh, no. No. I, I, don't, I, I don't think I've even tried. Like, well, give him... His arms coming off means you can build new arms for him, which I've, I've seen on Instagram. There was some interesting new arm builds for him, and that's kind of cool as a base thing, but it, that's not him shredding down. That's you adding an arm to him. Uh... I mean, here's the thing, though. Like, with these, I feel like they're, they're so disconnected from that gimmick compared to the others that, like, it doesn't even occur to me to, like, break them apart and put them on others. Yeah, like, like the legs don't come off at all. Like, this is, like, Trashmaster level of, like, the arms come off and some bits. And I'm like, that's fine. It's just not quite the same. <laughs> uh, I do like that on the lower legs, the piece that comes off the side has a wheel on it, so you can add a wheel to things, which is kind of, you know, that's neat. Uh, but yeah, uh, Magnus, I think is worth picking up just as a cool rock truck transformer. Um, I suspect he's probably going to be one of the easier Wave 1 ones to find, because he's 
Like, in the package, it doesn't look as exciting as I think he is in person. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's, uh, I think that about covers Magnus. Let's get to the one Aaron got as well. The one that led to a whole ugly day on Twitter. Uh, animated Bumblebee. Uh, Apparently because I've I got, been uh, not paying attention to Twitter, I didn't know that it was, had a, its own whole ugly day. I shall summarize very quickly. A leaker, or someone who got one early, was the first time we saw this toy. They transformed the shoulders wrong. Everyone had collective amnesia that that happens a lot, and there was a 12-hour-long fight across Twitter about how bad the arms looked. And how this was a disgrace is spat in the, the memory of the recently deceased designer of the character, etc., etc. And then later that day, the person took a photo with the arm transformed correctly, and everyone collectively forgot fighting. And then just went like, oh, that looks neat. And it was one of the most frustrating days I ever experienced, because I was just like, you... When that picture came out... I pointed at it and I said, oh, the shoulder's wrong. You can see the bicep swivel that's supposed to be there. And then no one listened. Everyone fought. And then when the arm was transformed, I was like, oh, yeah, it looks all right. And I was just like, you, you, you all, I'm not going to let anyone forget that this happened. I'm going to bring this up every single time this freaking toy comes up. Uh, so anyway, yeah, uh, it's out now. I have a problem with mine. I got two of the same stinger part. They both have a socket, so I couldn't do the stinger gimmick. Uh... I need to get, a, apparently there's a type of Lego rod that's 3mm diameter, so apparently I could just get one of those. Okay. I could just, like, get a 3mm diameter brass rod, something, I just haven't. If I see another animated Bumblebee, I might just, like, roll the dice and pick up a second one and hope that the stingers are right, because I, I like the figure, I don't, it would give me an excuse to, to, to say I'm gonna repaint a toy finally. Um... Probably won't, but <laughs> I'd like to make a glyph out of this. That'd be fun. But uh, Aaron, how are you feeling about uh, Legacy Animated Bumblebee? Yeah, the, the smallest he, boy. He is uh, again. Uh, it, it's a thing that I've used before, but he very much feels like how you remember Bumblebee being. Um, yeah, sort of. So I've only had him for a day now. Um, went to a GameStop. In the mall, because we were at the mall for other mall reasons. And they had eight bumblebees um, and nothing else from <laughs> okay. United. So they got a case of them in, and I was like, yeah, I'll take one of them. And the guy's like, only one? I don't know why they sent us a, a case of eight. And I was like, well, uh, they do that sometimes. Ha, ha, ha. Um, so I, I've not had a ton of like back and forth real uh, fiddle transforming with them. Um but i've i've enjoyed it i wish i wish that his arm his like like the hand flip around for the stingers is cool i just wish that the stingers individually held into that post better than what they do so that he could be like doing yeah individual arm like pew 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 shoot in two different directions not like having to do a combined like kamehameha type of posing it's cool that he can pose that way to do it that he can get both of his arms forward mostly uh in order to to have that come together for it but i i really wish that it was able to be a little bit more differentiated in in that uh, i wish they weren't on an angle for that yeah because i feel like it would have been good enough 
for them to mount straight individually and then you use the transformation hinge to kind of mush them together. Because mm-hmm. uh, it bums me out that I can't do... I, I always love the single half stinger. I don't know why. I just like the idea of it. Um, I think there's more dynamic poses you can do with it in, in volume versus the one Kamehameha pose. Uh, but also, I haven't even been able to really do the Kamehameha pose because without the peg in there, he can't actually get them to hold together because oh, yeah. I think the pegging together is really necessary it is. to hold that pose. <laughs> so I haven't been able to actually see him do it properly. Uh, also, it's wild that you saw eight of them in the same GameStop. I always forget that, you know, GameStop is funny like that. Yeah. But uh, I, I, the the thing actually that surprised me the most with him is the amount of, like, secondary fold-out panels that are in things. Like, the fact that his, like, you sideways open the i'm transforming him right now so i'm walking through it again you like sideways open the hood of his car you fold down his foot you flip out an ankle bit then you rotate around the side of the hood you flip out a kneecap cover and then you close it all up like that is a lot of action for his feet yeah and it's in service of something that i do still find a little bit odd it doesn't bug me the way it has bugged some other folks. It was again one of the, it was the the point of contention that kind of got lost on Bad Bumblebee Day, is that it's in service of him having fake feet with his with his kind of old toys real feet right behind them, and I don't think the fake feet really look better. <laughs> yeah, because he used to just have like the big wide bumper feet, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of like. I I mean I don't think this looks bad. I'm just like I don't really know what this is in service of. And it's really weird that the way that most people thought it would work is right there as his heels. Mm -hmm. So, like, it's just kind of odd. It's weird. I'm like, I want to know what the conversation was. Yeah, the the thing that... One thing in transforming him again that that kind of, again, comes to me a little bit is I I still wish that... And it's close, but I wish that his head had the same... Like, you know, that was part of like what the design ethos for animated was, was when you transformed them, the head coming out was generally like the last action. Like that's mm-hmm. them becoming a robot, you know, a little bit of like super robot style action. And it, Bumblebee just doesn't seem like he does that. You can stage the transformation. So that's like the last step. Um, Except for then the other, like, okay, now I got to kind of push his shoulders up and then pull his head forward because it's on a weird, like, back and forth rocky panel. Um, you know, it's a last step, but it's not like the last step. Oh, that's that's probably yeah. Just the a, the animated prowl a, a, a bad uh, has the same thing. Like, like you you can on on legacy animated prowl you can have the head kind of reveal at the end, but. That mostly means it's very obviously he's floating there because you chose not to fold it down mm-hmm. until the end. <laughs> it's not really as exciting. Uh, DJ, how are, how are you feeling about animated Bumblebee? I I feel like I'm the only one who's kind of indifferent to this one. Um, I I have seen I some folks who are not digging it. Like there's a, and I understand how there's a lot about it that can bounce off. So I'm I'm not like this is the best toy of the wave. But he ended up working for me. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm curious to hear how you feel about him. 
I mean, I, I, I try not to make a big deal out of things like this, but for me, like, yeah, like, he just, I don't feel like I got, like, 25 bucks out of a figure this size. Mm-hmm. And it's rare when that bothers yeah. me. You know, like, I... Because I've always been... I've always been that guy, like, well, I know I'm buying it for the character, and the character has to be the right size. You know, like, I've been... I I came to accept that in 2001 with Wedge. Like, I just have to pay that to get <laughs> that character. Yeah. But th- this guy's just too small. Yeah. You know, and it let... It feels like it led to a lot of engineering choices that I'm not really happy about. Like for me, like the like the design element of animated is just how smooth everything looks. And I get him into vehicle mode and I've got a bunch of big ports sticking out of him. I've got a bunch of hinges exposed mm-hmm. in the vehicle mode because he's just too small to hide them internally. Mm-hmm. I, I also actually have felt kind of let down by, I mean, granted, I got a bum pair of stingers, but like... His accessories, on, on a toy this small, my hope is the accessories are going to be part of what really, like, you know, made me get charged about it. Like, you know, that's, that's my whole thing with Studio Series um, Hot Rod, uh, SS86 Hot Rod, is, like, I think his accessories do a lot of work to, like, really bump him up, because they're all kind of, you know, kind of fun. Um, I, I kind of was like, like, his accessories are all logical. It's the old Deluxe's boosters, and it's the Stingers. And I was kind of sitting there just like, I kind of wish these did more, so, like just something, because they're, they're, they're just four things that peg on. And I was surprised how tired I got of the boosters. Um, part of it was when I realized, like, you can't stick them on the sides of him in robot mode easily. You have to use those two ports on the backpack backpack. But then when they're side by side like that, I'm like, but that's not right. They're supposed to be in like mm-hmm. they're supposed to be on opposing sides of his body. They're not supposed to be side by side like a jetpack. What's going on here? Uh, and then kind of crossing them with the stingers to form little like zapper ray guns. I'm like, this isn't bad, but this is kind of like doing extra work to highlight that those are half stingers in a way that isn't helping a whole lot. Uh, so in general, I was kind of like, I sort of wish we nixed all of this. And just did the Hydra Dive backpack or something. Like, just, you know, something a little bit more, like, kooky. Yeah. Um, like, obviously hey, not hey, the whole you want, thing. you want to do something? You, you, you want to do a crazy thing and bulk out, a, you know, a Bumblebee like this? Throw in a sorry for me. A who? What? <laughs> Tell me that was a human sidekick? <laughs> yeah. I, you, you don't even need a different plastic color. You can mold her in the same yellow. She can share a sprue. Yeah, I would I would have gone for that too. Yeah, I, it's weird because I feel almost like a jerk saying this. I'm just like his accessories, which are all completely valid, clever, solid choices, are like the first time in a while where I've had Transformers accessories where I'm like, I actually am kind of annoyed. I have to keep track of these because that's how my brain works. I don't like to have an accessory drawer, and I'm like, there's no nice way to stick these on him. The stingers I kind of wish flipped out like on the old one. <laughs> these these rocket things, I don't know. <laughs> I, I have resigned myself to just having individual baggies for series and just dump accessories into there as I open up more figures from that toy line. Yeah. It, it's a shame, because, yeah, it's sort of... you. If they did Bumblebee taller... I've, I've seen folks who actually would have preferred that, and I'm like, I guess I get it for nostalgia's sake from the old Deluxe, but, like, 
I liked how this one was small because I'm like, I remember when everyone was overpaying to get a hold of Hydro Dive Bumblebee because it was like the the in scale Bumblebee mm-hmm. that isn't an activator. Uh, and so that part I thought was really cool, but yeah, I, I just wish the accessories were a bit stronger because I I don't feel that they filled in the gap for me. Uh, they're they're actually my least favorite part of the figure. Uh, it helps. I like transforming them a lot. Like the transformation rocks with me really well. So like it says something that I haven't like been hyper-focused on the fact I can't even use the stinger gimmick, right? Cause I got two, two socket stingers. Um, and I, I really like the head sculpt. I, I, I do want to call out that I think they nailed the head sculpt, uh, to the point where it makes his small feet look weird, like weirder than if he had like a, I don't know, like a, a prowl style head. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I, I still like him, but he's he's not one where I'd be surprised if he bounces off folks, like even for the size alone, like as someone who also tends to want to, you know, pick my fights about that kind of stuff. Uh, it's it's hard to say that, like, the complexity and the accessories are filling in that gap as well as, as on other figures uh, that have had that argument. Um, I do hope they do some more animated, though. I would love to see a ratchet. Uh, that's kind of my big hope. Uh, I think it would be fun to see like a I think, new take I think on Ratchet who doesn't of, have to. All of the other Autobots would be great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll take plenty of them, but if I had to pick one, I'd love to see Ratchet who doesn't have to have the, all the spring loaded um stuff yes. in his backpack. Uh, because that I like the old Ratchet toy. The old Ratchet toy is a success in part because it works while having to accommodate, like, a combo automorph and weapons rack gimmick in his back. Like, it's amazing that that toy actually works that well. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, unless we got anything else about animated Bumblebee, um, we've, we've got two other universes now in Legacy for the first time. Uh, one of them, I still haven't watched past the first season of Rescue Bots, so I don't have all the nostalgia for the Rescue Bots that a lot of folks do. It's the f- it's probably the first time I've really had my uh, walking into the room in a cardigan asking the kids if they're winning the video game moment. But uh, I got Chase. Um, I think Chase in Legacy is kind of a freak. Because his, his friggin' claw weapon, you can just pull the two pieces out. So he's just wielding a pair of friggin' like hooks. <laughs> Dude's kind of scary in Legacy. Uh TJ, what about you? Do you do you have a lot of affinity for Chase? Or uh... I mean, having seen none of Rescue Bots. Oh. Uh, having seen none of Rescue Bots, I have no affinity toward Chase. Um, I grab him because it is fascinating that they actually took a character from that series and gave gave it the generations glow up. Yeah. Uh, any uh, for that matter because it's like the first time since r.i.d 15 blur yeah because well someone's going to immediately pipe in about medics medics is a repaint ass repaint though that that's not the same conversation we're having <laughs> yeah fresh molding yeah brand new figure and someone's going to say fresh molding that's obviously going to be retooled into either lockdown or cliff jumper from prime it's like yes but that's everybody so we're just <laughs> Everyone's got a retool in mind, so that's this is still yeah, it's rescue bots like like and it, it looks like Chase like I think they really it it looks like Chase who's a little bit scarier is the way I describe him. Uh, 
I, I mean, you you do you do point out the meat hooks he wields for weaponry. Yeah. And did you know if you pivot right those two the claw if you pivot the two fingers of the claw upwards so they're both. Like, you know, like if you were going to go to jab someone in the eyes, they are perfectly spaced to lodge into someone's eyes. Like they, they, if you twist them both upwards to an angle slightly, like the, some movie bot, some, some live action movie universe robot is the first person Chase met. And they went like, oh, hey, kid, let me tell you how we do things out here. <laughs> uh, it's why you don't. That's why you don't see a movie prowl. He's too violent for the screen. Yeah, movie prowl is just like in Chase's ear, just going like, "You should commit some human rights violations." Sorry, robot <laughs> rights violations. No, uh, no, you had it right the first time. So you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why you don't see any humans in legacy. Uh, Chase just keeps putting them on spikes. <laughs> it's like. Senpai told me to do this. <laughs> Senpai said this is right. Uh, I think Chase is also a... This ki- this ki- yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> this character was originally for five-year-olds. <laughs> Not only that, he was, like, kind of the nerdy one. He wasn't, like, the, the total goofball, but, like, he was the kind of, like, the the book-smart nerdy one. You know? He had a he had a kind of book-smart nerdy, nerdy voice. Um, and <laughs> like the other rescue bots, he was kind of adorable. So, I, you know, I'm not... I'm not like, I'm not like friggin', uh, what is it, back in the 90s when people would send letter art to Electronic Gaming Monthly of Sub-Zero ripping Barney the Dinosaur's head off because they were all edgelords. I'm not trying to be like that. It oh, just, God, I haven't <laughs> thought about that in forever. It just happens naturally. Uh, but as a Transformer, I also rather like Chase. Like, I don't think he's my favorite. I think he's, he, he was not janky the ways I thought he was going to be janky. Um, and in that, I'm actually kind of impressed with him. Like, when I started transforming him, and his legs just kept doing stuff. I was like, this feels like it could get out of hand in the not fun way. But then it all kind of pulled together at the end. And I was like, okay, this works. At least on mine. I don't know if there's like any common problems with them. Uh, and I, I did have a little bit of a time figuring out how to get that little flap on his chest open for his head to fit through. Because it was on mine. It was kind of tight uh, a little bit. But uh, I, I think he's a pretty good car transformer. If they do a prime cliff jumper out of him, I'm not, I'm not mad to get another transformer out of this design skeleton, in general. Um, and yeah, I, I just don't really, I don't really have any major pro- like my major issue with them is just that after he does all that stuff, those two wing-ish things sticking off of his back, oddly cluttery. Like I, I was like, oh, are these going to collide with lots of stuff? They don't collide as much as I thought they would. Except when I'm trying to do anything specific, then they start bumping into things. Uh, I have also heard that there is like a looseness with the arm armatures that some people have fixed by tightening the screw in the center of his chest. Um, I haven't had that problem myself, but uh, other than that, like TJ, how are you feeling about this guy just as a car transformer? I mean, just as a car transformer, it is a neat one. Um, it does do a, f- it does a few things that I do think are actually really cool. Like I actually like, I actually like how they handled his feet. Yeah. So yeah, he's got he's got some cool flips and turns in order to make his feet and legs transform. That part that part I like. Uh, beyond that, like I, I I was hearing hype for him before I got mine. Just I had a few friends going, oh, uh, I know what you like, and you're really gonna like this one. And I like, and I get him in. I'm like. He's good. 
he doesn't like shock my world or anything, but like I, I'm happy. I was that, actually you know, the. Uh, I was having the opposite. Um, I had heard some like I didn't really hear hype. I didn't really hear hate. I just heard like I didn't really see anyone talking about Chase. So I was like, huh. I don't know how he turned out. I wonder how he turned out. And like, so I, I kind of went in with low expectations, which it's a blessing whenever you like, there's a decent toy, but you think it's not going to be great because it's like, it, it makes every aspect of it even more kind of impressive in the moment. So the feet, for instance, like really got me when I got him. Cause I was like, wow, the headlights are on their own little block that moves like that's super cool. Uh, but yeah, like I, I wouldn't say, like, if anything, maybe the leg transformation, if it's your thing, I could see some people, like, really, really liking the leg transformation. Um, just because of, like, all the, you know, like you said, the, the kind of unique twists and turns it follows. Um, but yeah, like, I, 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 like he's he's worth the pickup, I think. He Although, he also falls into the realm of, like, I don't feel like he was overcosted, but... Again, he has a lot of accessories. He has a lot of accessories. And I only really like the claw. Um, the two little honker blaster things, I just never feel great about them. They just always look like I've stuck blocks on his forearms that are supposed to go somewhere else. And, like, I don't know. <laughs> if I were going to be really nitpicky, it's just like his 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 accessories outside of the claw don't really, like, light me up. Uh, but that that's really about it. I don't know, DJ, if you have any, like, strong feelings on his little blue thing and his little red thing. Yeah. Not especially. I think they'd be good little ports for other weapons to stick out of, almost, uh, like, Energon projectors for, like, melee weaponry. It's like... Yeah. It, n nice... Nice alternate thing to use his little meat hooks for. But yeah. beyond that, they just kind of feel weird. I like that they got a port on the front. So it is kind of maybe setting me up for something in future that does light up my world of like, oh, now Chase has his, you know, blood-soaked knife that I can stick out of the front or something. Uh... I, I just want to pick, I want to put like Omega Supreme size blast effects out of this tiny little handgun he holds. Yeah. Like, like, like a noisy cricket weapon. Yeah, yeah, some men in black stuff. Uh But yeah, Chase Chase I think is pretty all right. Like you know, spoilers about Windblade, I guess. I think that the deluxes are actually all pretty good. Like this is a very strong wave 1 to me. Um nobody feels like the filler, nobody feels like the like you know, oh boy, this one is just bad. It's just like animated Bumblebee is trying to do so many odd things that I don't think he ends up being like uh up there amidst the four. Um, but that does bring us to the last one, which is Windblade, the toy I've been campaigning for, for like seven years. I don't know how long anymore. When was Cyberverse? Uh, it was like 2018. So it's not seven years. Uh, but still, holy crap, that's a lot of years. Uh, just campaigning ever since the first wave of deluxes of like, surely you'll do a deluxe Windblade for Cyberverse. Never did. Uh, this is actually my favorite deluxe of the four, and it's not just because it's the toy I've been campaigning for. I think she turned out really well. I think she is currently my favorite Windblade. Uh, she she beats out the um, uh, the Rid 2015 Warrior. She beats out the Titans Return Deluxe, for me at least. Uh, it's a very solid robot mode. I like the transformation a lot. I like the jet mode a lot. 
Like, it's got some undercarriage, but not as much as Windblades in past have had, I feel. Uh, I really like the obscenely granular level of things you can do with the head fan. Um, and my only problem with her is that they made her sword have a funny-looking purpley fire blade instead of just a blade blade. I thought it was going to be a piece you could peg out and swap in so you could just have the hilt on her belt like a lightsaber. Um, I understand that this does mean that she has a blade made of wind, which works, I guess, but that was like my only problem with the figure when she was announced even. was just like, oh, her blade is just always translucent purple fire. That's not right. Oh, well. <laughs> I can live with it. Uh, I, I really like this figure a lot. Um, TJ, how, how are you feeling about Windblade? So, I like her for what she is. Like, I do like having... Uh, hang on. And try quickly dig her out. Uh, as we're recording, uh, Legacy United Gears just dropped, so I was a little distracted. Eh, what? Um, <laughs> yeah, uh... Uh, I'll just go look at that while you're talking, and then I'll. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> huh? So, she still doesn't. <laughs> okay, everyone's going to the gears now. Uh, for for Windblade, I I get a lot of what I've been wanting out of her. She is a lot more solid and a lot more stable than Windblades tend to be. Yeah. Um. I still wish they've had some other way of transforming her. Cause it does still feel like I'm kind of transforming her the same way of her last two toys. It's more solid. Like I, like I don't have that big gap. If I look down the, the center of her vehicle mode anymore. So like it's a, it's an improvement. And like, I like that they like thought to crumple up the, the nose cone and the front end of the jet. So at least it's more of a sensible backpack. Uh, I don't know. It, just, it feels like I'm just. It feels like I bought the same Windblade toy before. She's just been thickened up and shored up in the right spots. So, you know, it's it's worth adding. Not necessarily a bad thing. I also really liked the Earthrise Seeker when I first got it because I was like, this is like a toy I have, but better. And I think that is also partly why I like this Windblade because I'm realizing I was just messing with her legs because I remember really liking that part. And it's like, yeah, she's just doing the Windblade thing, but they took all the parts that are kind of janky to me and they added, like, an extra panel or an extra step. Uh, and it, I guess it turns out that's just what I wanted. <laughs> uh, I, w I will say it would have been nice if her arms did something else, because when I, when I transformed her arms, I did have a moment of like, ah, yes, my old friend Windblade with your arms doing that thing. Uh, I think in, yeah. in the case of yeah. this one, she, she actually grab. Yeah, she has pegs to grab onto, which I kind of liked. Uh, but yeah, it's the it, it's the backpack and it's the legs that like I think really won me over, just because they're doing the thing, but they're doing it better. Uh, but I, I don't disagree. Like it would it would have been nice to see like a super fresh take as well. Um. I, by doing this toy, I think that they can no longer ever just do another one of these Windblades, because I think that this is kind of the one. Um, kind of like Studio Series 86 RC. is like, I don't think you can ever do a better mainline deluxe RC that looks like that, so stop. <laughs> um, 
And that that does it for the deluxes, which is actually a perfect segue. Just, just, what's this, why is one of Gears's why is Gears's gimmick that his chest opens again? Is that a G one episode thing? Um, he does have the changing gears episode where they reprogram him to be nice. That might be in reference to that. I can't remember if they just, open him up for that. If that's also a transformation step, then I'm just kind of like, look, I know you want to have a call out graphic <laughs> on, on your figures, but. It's like I I assumed a part on him would just open like you know somewhere. He look I think he looks all right. Like his legs are kind of funny, but he looks pretty solid. Is this and this is like real photos too, not like funny leak photos. Yeah, I'm actually kind of surprised that they. I, I honestly at this point after they kind of shelved him in Kingdom, I was kind of expecting them to go the 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 quick route and just retool Brawn. Yeah, because this this has nothing in common with Brawn. Yeah, nothing about this looks no, like Brawn. F- no, f- no, f- no, f- just f- you know, fresh truck. Oh, he's got he's got um, he's got wheel under boob on the side of his chest. You can see the wheel. Oh, yeah. The wheels are folded in like that. That's that's mm-hmm. super new. Uh, I love that he's got the big the, I, I also... the big stupid gears head like. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing turns. <laughs> I, I'm I am laughing because the the stock photo of the vehicle mode apparently cracked the suspension. Wait, what? Front right tire. Oh God! No. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> That, that's a broken axle. That that's ex- that's gonna be expensive. Oh, that's that's um, one of the boob wheels. They just they, he didn't quite get it all the way back out. <laughs> uh, yeah, this looks this looks solid. I mean, like I don't know what I like when I say the legs look kind of funny. It's just like they look a little skinny, but they're fine. It might just be the pose he's in too. He's in a kind of a funny squat pose. Uh, where did this come from? This is this was from JT Prime, but this is just. This is just solicitor photography, so it probably was just sent to some retailer, I would assume. That's cool. Because, yeah, I forgot. That was a whole unfinished thing from Kingdom. So now they just owe us Legacy United Polar Claw, and then we're all square. (laughs) Oh, oh, and uh, the the Sabertooth fossilizer, too. Right, right. Yeah, pay those debts. Pay those debts. Um... It's so weird to see G1 Universe Autobot on his name on the package, too. Like, after what United debuted with, it's like, it's like, the who? <laughs> That's all it's called? G1 Universe? Uh, Aaron, how you feeling about this Gears? I, this just popped up. Yeah, I'm, Gears was one of my uh, early Transformers, so he will uh, always hold a, a wonderful place, and this does a wonderful job. I think that there's a... Uh, a picture that, yeah, they're on like the fifth pages. I've got it since I've got a million things per page. Um, of like, um, like, uh, model sheet next to toy, and those line up pert darn good. Oh, yeah, scroll down a bit. Oh, that's what okay, I know what it is with the legs now that's messing me up. It's because. The upper thighs are red plastic and the lower thighs are gray plastic, so it makes it look weird to me. Uh, Yeah, I'll get over that. I kind of wish the thighs were a little bit thicker, but whatever. Also, 
I kind of wish that if they were going to do a thing where you open his chest to reveal some kind of sculpted detail, that there was just a little Spider-Man in there. Because they, they're allowed to do that, right? They got they got all those licenses. I'm just laughing that this freaking call-out graphic is his, his chest flips up. It's like, oh, right, the classic Gears maneuver of <laughs> opening your chest. Because uh, it's just making me go like, oh, that's just some G1 cartoon BS, right? Something that happened in a frame. But I don't, I don't know. Someone will probably correct me. I'll probably find out by the time this episode's out. Uh, here, I'll, I'll just tell you now. There it is. Oh. It's, liter it's literally, yes, it happened in an episode, oh. so we made it a feature. Oh, yeah, it even has the circle thing there. Okay. <laughs> sure. Whatever. <laughs> I, and, and you know what? Someone's going to be like, I can't believe they didn't paint it. It's You just get a, a bucket of silver paint, a little pot of silver paint, and a brush and go inside there. Like, you're done. <laughs> Actually, I kind of want to do that now. That could look really good. Okay. Also, that that's just what you call a repro labels gift to repro labels, because they can just, you know, two or three labels to, like, jam in there. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, let's move along with our, with our acquisitions. I think that was all of, uh, Legacy United. So, I'm gonna scroll back just to see what Aaron has. Aaron, why don't you hit us with, uh, with one of yours that only you have, which is your evolution piece. Uh, I, yeah. Bomb, for some reason, bomb forgot shell. was in that line. Yeah. Was, was the last of them that I think on the last episode, or the one before, I was being lambasted for not realizing that, that Bombshell was getting a modern release versus... Well, I thought they were catching up with the very old bombshell, and it's it's and thus you just went out and bought them. Yeah, <laughs> saw it shortly after that, and I was like, "Yeah, there, there we go. I'll make it right." Um, you do exist. Yeah, he's another Insecticon. He just kind of folds into a cubish thing that's vaguely bugly. I there's not yeah. a ton on him that excites me. His the way that his shoulders transform is neat. Um, but just like the way that it has a pin that rotates backwards and gives him a, some kind of shoulder articulation if you un, un, un tab it and then just his yeah. shoulder, his shoulder guff and the blaster that he comes with kind of becomes the back part of the bug legs. Um, <laughs> but Yeah. Just one where it's like odd how his accessories come together because he's got a gun that looks that is that is his forehead layout um, that that can be a pistol, but also then you can take the other parts that if you just leave them on him look kind of like is it tonfas, um, or you can yeah take them onto the gun like. Hey, there's a bunch of playability in here, um, but it's kind of sad that it all comes down to then on on a toy that has a rather simplistic transformation. And yeah, I feel um, still this odd guilt. I don't know why I feel guilty about this. That like not only did I basically skip the legacy Insecticons, but every time I've checked in on them, I've felt like. 
I'm still okay having skipped the Legacy Insecticons. Yeah, so I like the Insecticons. I like their color scheme, but I'll say yeah. you're good for skipping them. Because it's yeah, even I mean, like something the, down the, the line. The head covering for him just like kind of hangs out. There's no detent or anything for it. You don't pull it all the way back because then it looks like some sort of weird monstrosity. So you just kind of have it hovering over his head a little bit. Like there's there's a bunch of design design decisions that were probably made to match up with, you know, with character sheets or something that was like, man, how do we do this in toy? Yeah. And they just went, eh, close enough, that's good. And called it a day. Someday, down the line, it's going to be like someone will have all three of them in a bag and go like, I'll sell you these for 50 bucks. And I'll be like, okay, I never got those. And I'll probably enjoy them just fine. But they are three times in a row the least interesting figure in the waves they all came out in to me. To the point where I forgot Kickback existed for about half a year. Uh, and then I I think I forgot Scrapnel existed at some point as well. And then when Bombshell, when they showed the wave photo Bombshell was in, I was like, no, but I bought that whole wave. I bought all three figures in that wave. Oh, wait. No, he was the fourth figure. I just didn't buy him. Huh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's not, nothing against them, but yeah, it's, it's odd to me because usually I'm I'm... Like I, I I also skipped uh Skullgrin and I skipped uh the what's his name? Point blank. I still see them constantly. But I don't feel as guilty about that as I do with the Insecticons. Because yeah, they're not part uh, of a thing in the same way. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Um But yeah, so that's uh yeah, it's that's I guess one of the last times we'll hear from evolution possibly in a bit, unless I end up grabbing me one of those leaders I never got. Uh, TJ, do you want to talk about reactivated? We, we both got the reactivate two pack. Uh, yeah, I could talk some reactivate. I even I even did a video for that within a month of getting it because I got it. That that two pack excited me. I actually really liked it. Uh, I I took a gamble on it um, because I thought that the prime looked really good and I thought the sound wave would look better than in the stock photo, which he does because they stretched him in that, which is so so weird. Um, I still don't get that. Yeah. I still don't I, get that. I figured, all I figured out, I can't remember who thought of this first, is that they did it so Bumblebee and Soundwave would look like they're just as tall as the other toy to make it look more enticing. And it's like, okay, but you just made them look really bad. <laughs> it's, it's also, it's also very deceptive marketing. That's, that's literally deceptive marketing. <laughs> that's, you stretch them in the photo. Uh, so I don't know if you want to. It, it felt more like what, what more like whatever video edit, like whatever image editor sends these things off to the retailers to that. Oh, this has to scale to the same height, and then forgot to scale the width along with it. Yeah, yeah, because they they are super stretched in one axis, um, and and it makes it makes Soundwave specifically look awful in those photos. Uh, so maybe maybe that's the one to start with the the probably deluxe Soundwave because they don't really define uh, size classes on those boxes, nor do they define a line. Uh, these are not Studio Series Gamer Edition or Generations; they are just Reactivate. Um, I was I was crawling all over the box looking for something to define it because I, I like defining my boxes. Uh, no, no, it's it's a new toy line. We needed another toy line. Yeah, brand new toy line that probably is just the two of these. That will probably get parted out as single releases at some point. Probably. 
but who knows? I'm shrugging big time. Uh, you know, let's talk about Soundwave first, because he's obviously the real enigma there. A lot of people are sold on the Optimus on site. Uh, a lot of people are wary of the Soundwave. I know a lot of folks who got the two-pack who just don't like the Soundwave. Um, I was curious where actually you land on that, TJ. Honestly, like for the Soundwave, I'm somewhere in the middle. I think it's okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, compared, I mean, I, I think it has the misfortune of being packed in with a vastly superior toy. Yeah, that is making him look bad by comparison. It does him no favors to be packed with possibly because I never, I still haven't handled the gamer edition. Never found one, but possibly the best Optimus Prime Voyager or one of the best Optimus Prime Voyagers released last year is in the box with this like immediately questionable sound wave, especially thanks to the to the stock photography. I actually, I like the little sound wave deluxe, but a lot of that hinges on the fact that his back uh, chunk is high up as an actual backpack. If it was lower down connected to his waistline, that would have bugged me way more. But like, I ended up really liking his shapes. Uh, and I, I ended up liking the transformation, even though someone pointed out to me that it is, it is uh, Cyberverse War uh, Deluxe, uh, Cyberverse Warrior or Deluxe Class Soundwave. It's one of the two, um, but it is straight up that transformation with a few extra like flippy bits. Uh, I but yeah, I I, I like that Soundwave. I, I something about him really worked for me um, across the board. But he's one of those ones where I also couch it with like, if you want to have a fight with me over how you don't like it and I do then I don't want to have that argument. Like, there's toys I'll have that conversation about, but Soundwave ain't one of them. Uh, I just ended up liking him, but, you know, I shrug. <laughs> uh, do you think it would have changed your opinion if his chest thing opened and did the stuff? Honestly, no. Yeah, same here. Because what does bug... Yeah. Cause what, do- what bugs me is not his lack of gimmick. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, fine, he doesn't do the typical sound wave thing. I've gotten sound waves that don't do that before. I don't mind them in the least. It's more the fact that I don't like, you know, my only, my issues with the toy just come down to like, yeah, he's just wearing his vehicle crammed into his back. And I would have liked more of his bulk to have actually been made of the vehicle rather than go that route. But, I mean, it's okay. Like, I'm like, like I said, I'm like very middle of the road on him. Like, I don't think mm. he's great. I don't think he's bad. And I, I will say, if someone out there does just want the Optimus, despite, you know, the conversations that happen around that Soundwave, I've also seen plenty of people who think that Soundwave looks cool and would be willing to purchase it off you if you are trying to get just the Optimus and you, you know, you don't want to wait to see if it ever comes out on its own. Um, the Optimus? Pretty friggin' sick! <laughs> Holy! Mm-hmm. What a good... Uh-huh. Optimus uh-huh. Prime, just in general. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You go ahead. I, I just make noises. <laughs> <laughs> this is a whole review, just like five minutes of unintelligible yeah, my, noise. Just, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> like, right there, you can... I got a stream where I opened that toy up. I made noises at the way the joints felt. On that toy. Some of the joints, not all of them. <laughs> but, like, you know, the, the the hip joints were just, like, I redefine new hand feel tier, milkshake tier for those hips. Uh, <laughs> it was, like, oh! It, I was moaning! It was so good. Oh, boy. 
Uh, See, for me, the me, it's the fact that he does tricks similar to like I, I get some vibe of Earth's or Earthrise Optimus out of him in the way that his chest does such a good job of just folding around and creating like going from like that box vehicle to the Optimus Prime silhouette. But mm-hmm. you also add in a you also add in the one thing Primes just completely ignore for whatever reason these days. And you throw in a brand new leg transformation. Yeah, the legs and are so. It not free. only is yeah, yeah, it's like you know, you're you're handling two of the problems I typically have with modern primes. One is the feet just sticking out the back of the vehicle. He doesn't have that. He uses his feet to sit, solve the other problem, which is the gap between the thighs that's usually visible in the vehicle mode. Yeah, you just get this like I call it a truck testicle. It's just this hunk of stuff at the back base of the truck. Which could be like an engine add-on, could be like anything else, but it looks like truck in a spot that is usually, like you said, a visible thigh gap. Where you're like, oh right, it's Optimus Prime. He sits. That's how he transforms. Uh, so yeah, the the legs completely new, and the the fact that they rotate, it, it gets rid of the part where like, oh, there are his knees because now they're in a different spot. You don't have feet sticking off the back. I had like one brief back and forth about that somewhere in the comments where I was someone was like, I prefer the feet sticking off the back. And I'm like, I mean, OK, but <laughs> I I definitely like that they don't in this case. It's very new. Um, and uh, and like even even like the way that the arms do the thing, but kind of backwards and with a better version of the classic. So six prime uh, trick with the, the forearm stuff, uh, the death bumper, adding an extra bit of mass um, to fill in his sides, but also it covers the fake chest grill even better because it's not like that's front and center on the truck now. So like, it's easier to buy the idea that like, cause the, we- the, the pec windows stay the same all the way through. So it just feels like there isn't really any parts faking going on. It's just like, no, the death bumper folds away and that's just what his abs look like as opposed to going like, Oh, here goes one grill for a different grill. Uh, you know, there's there's a grill in there, if I recall correctly, but it's just, it's the death bumper really feels more like the front of the truck, um, and and boy, the way that the cab like in especially going to truck mode, it does the thing that Masterpiece Ironhide did that I love so much. Where like there are times where I'm like, oh, I don't know if this is gonna work right, and the parts just suck together, because uh, like all the tabs align across and around the cab to go like shunk, and like it all just pulls together into a solid like hunk. Uh, it's a friggin' the like the worst thing about the the robot to truck toy is that it's Optimus Prime and it's not taking tons of risks. It's just a big beefy Optimus with a bigger beefier truck mode. So like if you're tired of that, it's not doing anything to change your mind. But it does like the freshest version of that I have seen in a long time. Uh, like like it's between that and Volvo Prime. I was like, we got like some fresh old Optimus takes going on here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tw- yeah, 2023 was a year for Optimus Prime between, like, the Reactivate, uh, yeah, the the Volvo, even some of the r- uh, Rise of the Beast stuff had some really good Primes, and then yeah. you, you throw in the Armada Prime on top of all that. Yeah. Like, just good, fresh, like... I'm, I'm not going to say non-evergreen, because, I mean, you know... I'm never going to point at the reactivate prime and go like, that's not evergreen. Cause like, look at him, right? <laughs> he's, he's pretty damn evergreen still, but 
is it's taking a lot of aesthetic risks and, and, and tweaks here and there. The I, I will throw out, I got one big con I can drop on that Optimus, which is that his accessories are I'm not even, I'm not gonna call them like bad. They are just like absolutely forgettable. <laughs> like like the the axe is like the most forgettable version of the Optimus axe, where it's like half of it's missing so you can stick it on his fist. Alright. You can peg it on the side of the truck. Alright. And then the gun, where it's like, you can peg it on the side of the truck. And then the gun does this one thing, which is just like, like, I'm kind of confused actually as to how this happened. The peg handle that he uses to hold it in robot mode feels like it's about half an inch too short to be comfortable. So like, okay, yeah, that, that, that's, that, that's problematic. It doesn't fall out. I'll give you that. It doesn't fall out. It just never feels like it's pegged in enough, is the way I describe it. Because, like, it doesn't... You can knock it out easier, because obviously there's less there's less deep, you know, leverage anchoring it in there. I just don't understand why it's as short as it is. I'm just like, this is weird. This feels like just something in the factory level, like, trimmed the peg for some reason. And it never got up to the top again until the toy was produced. Yeah. Yeah, now, I'm not gonna, like harp on the thing because ooh the the gun just pegs to the side that's 99% of transformer guns yeah you know the, like gun is doing gun thing i'm not i'm not bothered by that honestly yeah like it, the axe is weird because it's not that like 3 quarter shell we normally get on energon axes where it's just like a gap big enough for the hand to to fit inside it yeah yeah that's it i actually i actually really like the look of it like I like the black mixed in to the traditional Energon orange. Oh, the colors are great. Colors are great. Like hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. It's a dumb execution, dumb execution. But like, I, I I really like the look of it. Yeah, it's just the way they did it means you actually have to be careful about your like photography angles because very suddenly his fist is just there, kind of twisted and backwards, uh, depending how you have him waving it around. So you gotta you gotta be aware of that, um, but I, I like to point out because it's like, what's the worst thing I can say about the toy? His accessories are kind of forgettable, and all he also has a matrix for no reason. He doesn't need the matrix. This version of him actually I feel shouldn't have had a matrix. It would have been more interesting, even if that's not part of the game story. Whenever it comes out, like the matrix in there, he can't hold it ever, at all. Like it. <laughs> And it, it kind of sticks out most, in truck most mode. Most can't. Most, most can't. But this is like a new, new I, that's, take. So. Isn't, that, isn't that what I always love about a lot of modern Optimus Prime toys? Like, here's the most powerful relic in the universe left from the age of the Prime, the original 13 Primes. Wisdom from millions of years contained within a vessel strong enough to destroy a god. Hidden behind two panels of glass... It's it's like it, it's yeah. safety like class. like it's a cupcake <laughs> <Come> tray. <on. laughs> uh, it, yeah, I just I, I I always harp a little bit when it's a matrix that's so visible in truck mode because like it's funny, but then like I think especially when a prime toy is this good, it becomes a thing where I'm like, you know, this would have been even better if instead of a matrix, like there was just like I don't know a cool interior sculpt in there or something, or if. If instead of the gun just pegging on the side, like there's so much cool stuff happening with the legs, there's also a deficit a deficit of space back there now. What if the gun like turned into a cool like little turret thing you could stick back there? I don't know, that'd be neat. But 
I also, like, this might be literally what he looks like in the game. Like, the accessories have spots to store on his back that look like a video game character with their weapon options sticking on their back. So, like, you know, I don't know what the game's gonna look like in the end, so it might all match up to this as well, to, you know, bolster that this is the right choice. Uh, get that Optimus if you can. If you find the two-pack, it's a little pricey, uh, but you're getting a Voyager Plus easily, um, and I would say Soundwave feels like a Deluxe Plus, at least as far as, like, he's got a very, like, my whole vehicle mode is in my backpack transformation, but, like, he also feels like he would have had more open holes in him if he had come out as a normal, like, deluxe somewhere else. Uh, so I feel like you're getting a deluxe sort of plus and a Voyager definite plus. Uh, Optimus Prime is so mass-full uh, and a little bit heavy. Um, it makes the price point feel a little... The price point just sucks. The price the, the price point is not a deal whatsoever, at least in Canada. How, how much was it over in the States? Um, 62 bucks. 62, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like a couple bucks more than if it was just a normal Voyager and a normal Oh, deluxe. wow, that's cheaper than what he cost over here. Let me just, I'll punch in. Uh, granted, I got 10% off of this, but it's it was like 73-something in Canada. That's, that, okay, if you're in the States, just friggin' buy it. That's, that's fine. Because in Canada, it's nearly 100 bucks, basically, after tax. Which is rough, um, but also it's kind of what our Voyager Plus Deluxes cost now, kind of. So it's like, you just kind of like grit your teeth. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I definitely, I, I, don't, I haven't handled the other two pack, but I um, have heard that the Starscream and Bumblebee are both incredibly cool. Uh, as far as being like, you know, unique takes on those characters. The Bumblebee shrinks a lot to alt mode. I have heard that some folks think that that Starscream is, like, the best Voyager G1-looking Starscream we've gotten in, like, years and years and years. Uh, he just has that weird asymmetrical stuff on him for, I assume, plot reasons. But, uh, yeah, it, so it sounds like the Reactivate toys are, like, basically, you know, they're pretty solid. Soundwave is probably the weakest of the th of the four, from what I understand. And I still think he's, like, fine. He still has a cool look to him uh, for me. But, uh... I'll say it, the, it, it. It's got a better batting average than the other video game Transformers. Yeah, I was gonna say. Then we go over to Gamer Edition, where everyone loves the Optimus. Everyone loves the Optimus. <laughs> uh, I will say, I've heard that Starscream's actually really solid too. Uh, but he only just came out, and I haven't handled one. But everyone I have read uh, talk about one that they bought themselves have been a range of this kicks ass to this kicks ass. And I didn't think it was going to be any good, but holy crap, it's actually really fun. So it sounds like Starscream turned out pretty well. Um, he's, he has that funny looking thing on his, he's got his funny throbby orange thing. But aside from that, apparently he poses very well. Speaking of gamer edition though, Aaron, you got the Optimus. I still can't find anywhere. I did. And it is real good. Um, I want him so hard. I so I, bad. I enjoy him muchly. Even he he even continues the silly trend of uh some of these of like rip the rip his lower arm off so that you can plug his gun in, such that he has a gun in the way that he does in the video game. And there's no way to make him have a gun. Is just like a 
something that he holds in his hand. Um, but yeah, he is he is built like a brick outhouse, and uh, he he his trans I what really caught me off guard with his transformation is like one of the first steps is you just pull his his shoulders all the way out like sideways to get past the width of his chest in order to do all the transformation parts and the way that this just lets it open up so much more um space to to do the transformation is bonkers that it's something that's not included more in in other toys like it's it's how you get wide truck with narrow shoulders in in a you know between the two modes um it's it th- th- this feels one like a toy that got you know i frequently say oh it feels like it could use another pass or two this toy feels like it's the one that got all the passes like for real um excellent pose of yeah big blank spot here yeah excellent posability uh all the way around his his axe his the the weird gimmick that his axe has of it can be like either like the big double bladed axe or the, like the axe with the half size bit on the back is a weird gimmick to have in there um but it has uh you can take it apart in different stages so you can have him like hand and a half it where you can have like left hand is at the bottom of it right hand is in the middle of it so they could look like he's ready to really whang on someone with it um just yeah get wanged just impressive all the way around I really hope I find one uh, in the first half of this year, because also with the aforementioned reactivate Optimus being such a friggin banger uh, and that one, the gamer one also sounding like a big ass banger. I got to handle the two. I, I got to handle the two of them because I'm like, how did two video game Optimus Primes like just friggin like king out the the back end of 2023? Uh I feel weird not knowing what one of them feels like because, like, they, they, they by all accounts, they both kick ass, mm-hmm. like, almost equally. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, um, heavy, heavy recommend that you should be on the lookout for them. Um, yeah. Yeah, I've, he, I've now given up the ghost on finding one at GameStop, so I'm, he's, I'm regretting I didn't just go for one on Amazon or something. Yeah, he, he has remained a, a desk bot um just because he's fun to fiddle with all the way around yeah uh i got i got my big my big jellies the big old green envy just shining a spotlight on you uh i will say i was gonna ask like do you think you're gonna you're gonna chase down some more of the studio series gamer editions because also they all have reviewed worse it seems um, then <laughs> Optimus. Yeah, well I got the the Bumblebee or Cliff Jumper one up at TFCon last year. And Yeah. Uh somewhere they had like a handful of Megatrons. 
I'm trying to remember where that was in town. That may be like a, if I'm Jones and because I've heard that he's not the best. Um, but I've I've bought plenty of toys I knew up front weren't the best. So, um, I think if you know what you're getting into with him, he's he's better. I got to I got to mess with toy guys briefly at Fan Expo, and it's like. If you know about the funny knee thing, and you know about the, like, he's only a hover tank thing, you know, then you don't, you don't have the initial, like, he doesn't do this, the knees can't do this unless I clip the little thing. Like, once you get past those, and it's like, this is pretty solid still, it's just he, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's not as impressive as Optimus. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, does, it's, it's weird that he's the companion piece, basically. Yeah. Maybe he didn't get to pass as an Optimus, to, oh, sorry. He's the knees tell me he certainly didn't because the friggin I I don't know what ha- I mean I we've all theorized now and it's 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 out there's nothing else to theorize yeah. but like some some went wrong some went wrong <laughs> some got in there that's not supposed to be there and so the question is did it get in there on the factory level in the mold or did it get in there in the factory level in the CAD file somehow there's, there's something went funny there's there's things that shouldn't be there. Uh, well, let's uh, let's pop over here to uh, one more shared one, TJ. I know we got one more shared one, so uh, why don't we talk about the little figure that came out called Haslab Deathsaurus? Uh, oh, oh, that little thing. tiny little figure sitting in a chair next to me. Uh, the I'm I'm going to throw out there the point other people have said. I'll just back it up. I of the three haslab transformers this is like by clear and far the most fun easy and uh bang for your buck one to to pick up if you are in the the market for any of the three in my opinion um i i will echo everyone who said it feels like they actually took feedback on victory saber and applied it to this toy even though that's kind of impossible it still feels like somehow that happened on on a couple levels <laughs> given that i was i forgot the timeline but it's like we got victory saber just as the pre-orders for this was like closing i think so like no no because because no they i i think this was shipping out and then they dropped death on us okay because it was really tight because uh, what i remember yeah because because i think they wanted to feed off of the hype of victory saber dropping yeah to launch death source off of but like they there is a lot of like death source basically to put it in capsule uh just feels like a good big toy and uh unicron and victory saber both feel like they are um carrying the burden of their cost as a burden in several ways Whereas Deathsaurus feels like he's just gleefully expensive and spent it all on being big and coming with a chair. And it's just like, I, I, listen, I cost this much because I'm a big guy. I turn into a chicken and all my accessories have funny extra things. Like when I realized that you're supposed to store the mace in robot mode by just dumping it in the bucket behind his head, but it works. I laugh my head off. Like, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it sucks to say this because I think Deathsaurus is probably, probably for like, not, not the greater public, but for people who are terminally online with this stuff, would have been the first one I think someone might have skipped just out of it being like the third one, uh, you know, and coming out like at the, you know, the tail end of a year, it would have been harder to keep up with it. It's a bummer to say that he's also probably the best one because I feel like there were less sort of like autopilot buys of him compared to Victory Saber. Uh... Yeah, 
So try to try to get a hold of one if you can. Uh, I, I won't go on and on, TJ. Like I don't know. What, were, did you have expectations? Were they surpassed? Were they met? Um, I, honestly, like I had my nose so close to all of the previews that they did, I pretty much feel like I had a grasp on what it would be once it got here. Yeah. So it 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 was like it 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 really it really was just like yeah it's it's not trying to break its budget up across you know either the the gigantic nature of Unicron or you know having all these different gimmicks and uh two different figures to account for with Victory Saber it was just like hey let's just dump all the budget into making this thing really big and really solid mm-hmm. you know and play wise like honestly like if you're just looking for features no like it doesn't have nearly as many as like victory saber because of course it doesn't it's one toy compared to two yeah or i'm sorry three toys compared to four i apologize (laughs) to the mini to the micromasters okay let's just say it the breast the breast masters uh are not gonna shake your world up um, the bird one, no, no, the, the bird one is a bird ass cassette bought bird type transformer. Uh, the lion is comical. I think he's cool, but he's really stupid. He's, he's got a mm-hmm, tiny, mm-hmm. tiny, tiny body and a giant head because he also has a third mode, which, which makes up for it a little bit, but like it, he's, he's not threatening as, as a lion in any way, shape or form. No, no, they they are very much just doing what they have always been designed to do. Yeah. Be his chest and kind of turn into something. Yeah. Um, just they, they each have a weapon. What I was going to say is Deathsaurus has a, like, he has, he's not like a gimmick toy the way Victory Saber is, but he actually has, like, so many sub-gimmicks. I got a, like, very light Soul of Jagokin vibe off of him. I think it also helps that, like, everything stores in the chair. But, like, um, the eagle can also turn into a gun. Not a good-looking gun, but it can turn into a gun. Uh, <laughs> technically. Um, the lion can turn into the big crossbow thing, and it has, like, kind of a transformation for it, and specific locking tabs to stick in display pose uh, on the arm. And then, like, the, the arrow he comes with has, like, two different size tabs to specifically store in places and also work in the pose of him shooting the arrow. And so that, that was kind of cool. Uh, so it's like all of his weapons, like have enough modality that I'm like, he's got gimmicks, but they're all in service of him being a big toy as opposed to like, you know, combinations or star saber being like a little guy into a jet, little guy into a big guy, into a guy wearing his friend, you know, like it's, that's a lot more involved and stacked. Whereas death Saurus is just like, I'm one big toy, and all my things do at least one other thing. So I'm pretty good at this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only disappointing thing on him, and it's I, this is a real reach, so do not take this as a reason to not buy the toy, is they kind of added in the one time he pulled off the bottom of his wings to use his knives. Uh, it's not even in the instructions. <laughs> And you can pull off the bottoms of his wings. He can't hold them. He can pretend to hold them, kind of, but he can't hold them. And I'm 
mildly miffed because I think it would have only taken like one surreptitious like tab or slot for him to be able to hold those things as actual cutting weapons. So I was kind of like the Deathwing attack sort of feels like a half-baked unfinished feature. I don't mind it because they didn't even put it in the instruction book. It's so half-baked and unfinished, but you know, if I'm really going to pull right a couple of cons on this guy, it's still there. Evan still pointed it out in the one video. Could have been a bit cooler, but uh, also it's so <laughs> it's so not there. I think people own the toy and don't know that it does it. So like you know, I shrug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, like even the gold chrome on the chest is two gold chrome pieces that then peg tab onto the lion, so that like they're not involved in the mechanics. And hypothetically, they could have even included non-chromed versions. That was, like, my other con is, like, would have been kind of cool to just have, like, a pair of painted gold chest crests as well. Just as an option. Because why not? Yeah. You know? Yeah, because if I have the option, I would do without the chrome, just because it always freaks me out. And it's the only chrome on him other than his forehead, so it it just kind of sticks out. Uh Mm-hmm. Which, you know, one could say that's what Chrome is trying to do. Um, just going for my, my other, con, my one other con. The, sh- the, the, uh, shield wants to peg onto his shoulder. Uh, it's a very large shield pegging onto a, a shoulder that vibrates a lot due to a lot of ratchet joints. It pegs on with precisely one five millimeter peg. Uh, it ain't good enough. <laughs> that, that ain't enough. Uh, it's fine. Because you can just not have it pegged on his shoulder while you're posing him, right? But, again, if I'm going to pull, right, yeah. that's that's probably, like, another spot where I'm like, oh, this, this could have been a C-clip or something. Um, I, I also want to, my, my one other thing I just want to point out that I love, it's not the living metal destroying cannon. It's that it has a very dedicated way for the, dre- the, the chicken mode to hold it with, like, one of the chicken arms having a special tab slot connection to actually grip the thing once you tab it onto the shoulder. And that is mm-hmm. pure love. Like, it's absolutely delightful. Uh, that that actually I like more than the robot mode holding that gun. Like, because it feels more solid on the chicken mode. Uh, I mean, that's how they always advertised it. Like, most of the time when I saw that thing, it was attached to the chicken. Yeah, and... I wasn't expecting the chicken's arms to actually grip onto any part of the gun. Because I was like, yeah, they'll tab it to the shoulder and he can, you know, waggle his arms as though he's holding it. There's no way he's actually going to hold it. Nah, son. He actually holds it better that way. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, I mean, there's, you know, there's lots of granular stuff one can get into. But just as a whole experience, like, even down to the the packaging, I, I, I appreciate what they went for with the invertible box on Victory Saber. I was so overjoyed that I did not have that level of, like, potential display stress on Deathsaurus. He just has a yeah. box, and it has boxes in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Uh, I appreciate fancy packaging, but ultimately, it it's... It's not like something I see at a store where the package has to tell me everything about this thing. Like, yeah. just get me my toy. Just get me my toy without the post office destroying it. And, Thank you. And this is a me problem, <laughs> but the Victory Saber package 
means I have to film showing the invertible package because that's how my brain works. I, I still haven't because it's really awkward to show. <laughs> like, opening mm-hmm. that thing up. So I still have to film that to this day. I should do that because i got to put these boxes in storage because they're enormous. But, like, you know, that's yeah. that's a me problem. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Oh, one other... Here, just because I want to be fair because people are like, you're gushing on this expensive toy I can't buy. One other, one other little niggling problem. <laughs> uh, there is a flight stand piece that you cannot use at the same time as the chair. The flight stand piece physically could have fit underneath the big hockey puck that is the base. And I'm like, you know, this is me thinking Soul of Jagokin brain, but I'm like, would have been nice if I could have tabbed the flight base underneath uh, the, the, the display base when it's not in use, just so that it has somewhere to go. Would have been nice if there were a couple of five millimeter peg holes on that display base so I could stick the stupid blast effects in just so they have somewhere to go. Because basically I have a Ziploc with them and the, the flight base parts separate. Because they have nowhere to go, but like, there you go. There's my, those are my yeah. big cons. I'm dropping on. That's my pipe bomb. I'm dropping on this thing. The effect parts most of you forget he comes with can't store on the display base. Disgusting. Unethical. Uh, TJ, any other Desaurus thoughts on on your end? <laughs> I think you've pretty much cleared everything. Like he just feels like the limit of what they could do with a budget and just how good they could make a transformer at that size. Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel, I feel like I got about as complete of a package out of death source as I possibly could. And hearing about what they were going to do originally makes me very happy. This is the route they took. I want them to make that toy though. Cause I want to know what it looks like. Uh, originally <laughs> they were going to do him as a heavy, like retool of uh, or partial retool. Uh, of uh, Studio Series 86 Grimlock. And I can't fathom what that would have looked like. So, <laughs> so I kind of want to know. Like, you know, I'm not saying, like, I mean, make a toy I for get me. The, the body shape is there, but the... Like, the body shape's there, but the transformation's all wrong. That's why when they say a partial, I'm like... Well, now I just... I can't really picture... Because there's a lot of different forks in that road, right? What a partial of Grimlock could be. Like, how... How partial? Do we just mean a full reshell? Like, so I kind of want to, like, if they had any work done on that, I'd love to know and see, like, what it would have looked like. It wouldn't have looked as good, obviously, but, like, I'm I'm so curious now. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, oh, one other, I don't believe this, but there's one other point a lot of people were bringing up back when I, at least I saw, when this was not yet out. Uh, uh, everyone's like, oh, his chair looks like a bunch of, of human poop. Go look at what your poop looks like, because this it doesn't look like what his chair looks like. I'm sorry. <laughs> if your poop looks like Desaurus's chair, you have something wrong with you, and you need to get it checked out. Your poop should not look that bulbous, nor should it be that red. So get it. Yeah, no, yeah. no, that that's an issue. If you're, because I brought that up on the stream, so I was like, no, oh, no, we mean the texture. I'm like, dog, if your poop has that texture, something is wrong. There are eggs in your poop. Okay. Like, it should not look like that. I don't know. <laughs> I think someone heard the joke and everyone wants to be the one who drops the joke. And I'm just like, listen, I'm all here for fecal humor. I see no feces in that chair. That throne is pure power. No toilet. IMO. 
<laughs> Starting some discourse here. Aaron, what's your take on the poop chair discourse? I I have no take. <laughs> all right. All right. That's fair. So <laughs> someone's always has to both sides. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, stay out of it. Stay out of it. I think both sides have valid points here in the poop chair discourse. Um yeah, Aaron, I hope uh, I hope I, I hope you get to unless I have completely forgotten you talking about him. I hope you get to mess with the Desaurus. I'm having one of those moments again. I I'd, I'd like to, but it just didn't line up f- for me to to like jump in on it when he was in Haslab and if I missed on Desaurus, well, I wouldn't feel hurt about it. Yeah, someone someone should if, if someone should bring one by one of your extra life things as a nice thing for you. I mean, I'll be at TFCon. Oh yeah, TFCon happens beforehand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Aaron, uh, you got your own expensive ass thing to talk about that I double took at when I looked at your list earlier today. Yeah, it's it's actually Alfie's, but uh, she said I get to talk about it. Uh, the Kurokara Kuri Jazz, who is big and big, and we we ended up, even though, so she initially tried to pre-order it from the place online in Japan where it was, where they'd get the extra face. So Kurokara Kuri Jazz is... A large, superposable figure doesn't transform, um, but is is very impressive. He's like eight inches tall, and die cast and posable, and like butterfly joints in the shoulder so that he can fully cross his arms. Um, one of those, and uh, and you bend. He's he's a uh, he's uh, the metal build people over at Chemical Attack. So if you bend his knee. Yeah, uh, if they still do this, then lots of stuff happens when you yep. bend his knee. All uh, most of his joints moving, lots of stuff happens along the way. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, superposable, uh, light up eyes, light up headlights in the chest. Um, couple of different like, even just options for how to display him. Um, because his like his shoulder doors can you can flip them around so that instead of being like the number four Autobot Cybertron facing forward, it's speakers facing forward, or there are parts so that you can put it on the backs of his arms um in a couple different orientations. Uh the his the car like wheel bits that are on like the back of his calves you can actually take off and there's paint applications underneath that so if you kind of wanted to make him more cybertronian kind of sort of you can like like it's a kind oh, of cool. cleaned up version of it um yeah very very impressive very posable i was sitting there for quite a while just picking different poses with different hands and different things and she the whole time was sitting there going wow this is this is a lot this is this is a lot because she's not like she likes jazz because of the character and because of the look but not like toys because they're 
figures and toys and the 300 some odd dollar one of those was was repeatedly tripping breakers um oh one's first experience with a chemical attack piece like that is always going to be magical yeah uh it's it's why i got so frustrated with the the discourse around them at a certain point where it was just like is it the model kits or the expensive ones why doesn't it transform and i'm kind of like look i get it but like this is like like chemical attacks work in the high end is like on the toy art level. Mm-hmm. So for crying out loud, can we please <laughs> yeah. respect the work done? Yeah. The the <laughs> one bad thing that happened was uh had pulled out the the stand for it. And mm-hmm. one of the joints on there was a very strong friction joint. The other one you have to separate and rotate and put back together because it has just like V-cut teeth all the way around it. And oh yeah, yeah. We I were we were not aware of that until we were trying to move it with the like the butt grab piece that you like put him into on it and broke the yeah. tab off of it. So ah! I have some brass rod. I need to get a hand drill and a drill bit the size of said brass rod to rod it back together in order to allow it to support it. Cause I tried glue and I, I tried super glue and I tried plastic glue and both of them did not uh, hold well uh, with any sort of lateral Oof. force upon it. So um, that or like, see if I can find somebody to like with a decent resolution 3d printer and just print that bit well enough to hold in place because no matter how you'd be posing it, it'd be back behind. So as long as it was a color that wasn't like not printed in glow in the dark neon purple or something. Um, but yeah. So if you're getting one of these, like pay attention to how, how the stand parts work and, and move around because you might just shear a little tiny peg off, but yeah, it is so impressive um, he sat on on our dining room table for a while, and as we'd be sitting there, uh, her building Lego or me sorting through my thirty or cataloging my thirty some odd thousand uh, Magic the Gathering cards that we've been doing the last month, um, one or the other of us would be sitting there and messing with them, um, parts on, parts off, moving around, oppose them, yeah. Yeah, I I wish so much I could keep up with that line. Because I've got three of them, uh, and that's already a lot. Yeah, just but like they are, one they of they are so well made. One of them is a lot. Um, more, like that's that's being impressive. Um, yeah, it, yeah. It was just it was the first three. So like drift, tarn, and star saber. And if I were gonna pick three, like those three are all very different. So, like, I'm, you know, I'm really happy mm-hmm. uh, that I was able to pick them up. But also, like, the moment I was like, I don't think I can pick up Optimus. And then people got Optimus and were telling me about how he works. I was like, oh, god damn it. That sounds so cool, though. <laughs> they pulled off some of those ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, like, they aren't for everyone, obviously. Not just price-wise, but, like, taste-wise. But if you think just toy engineering is cool, I implore you, if you ever get the chance to hold one and bend its knee, yeah. uh, do that. Or at least find a video of the knee bending. But even in video, it ain't the same as in person. Yeah. Uh, every, every in person, you feel all those parts moving. Everything on them's buttery smooth. Um, 
Like they're all it's, it's so impressive. Like yeah. It's definitely a hey, if you can try it out, you know, borrow somebody's at a convention or something. Um well worth it. Yeah. And be careful because if you break it, you owe you, you owe them a new one. And guess what? That's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> uh all right, let's uh let's let's bop back over uh I'm gonna I'm just gonna go through one of mine actually, one of my little singletons, because I got a review sample of something that is upcoming, which is three zeros MDLX Starscream. So this is the second Decepticon in the uh more affordably uh priced kind of like Fig Arts, Figma, Mafex style Transformers line three zeros doing. Uh it's an original aesthetic that's G1 through the lens of their art director. Um so there's a, there's a bunch of these out now. Um, this is this goes with the Megatron. Uh, like the Rodimus, this actually has dedicated play features with the Optimus Prime, because uh, this Starscream is a little more expensive. He's 120 US, and a lot of that is the wing pack. The wing. He's also tall. Like I didn't think he was going to be as tall as he is. He is head to head height with Megatron and thus Optimus. Uh, so he's actually kind of big, and the wing pack is wide and incredibly like not thick but it feels very solid like it doesn't feel very hollow um so he's kind of he's on the more expensive end for this line uh also like the seeker design they did uh i think there's a little more die cast in this than usual because there's a lot of this line usually uses die cast for internal structure but his heels are basically jet thrusters and they're basically two giant die cast jet thrusters for his heels so there's, there's there's lots happening here uh but at a glance, uh, having messed with him for a couple days, he's he's on par with the line for the most part. Feels pretty good. Uh, he sacrifices having sideways mid-torso movement because his ab crunch is more like a Marvel Legends hinge so that the upper cockpit window actually slides under the lower one. Uh, that's how they got around, you know, getting chest articulation into a Starscream. Um, and he's got an interesting couple of gimmicks where, like, his null lasers, he could just hold them like guns. Uh, but that also means that when they slot into his shoulders, they slot in with a large angled thick handle, basically, as the peg. So it's super damn solid. And then they, they designed it so that he's also got these uh, two little winglet tip things on his wing pack that can come off as like knives. It, they, they call it out as an original piece of design. Um, the bummer on him so far on my copy is his wing pack attaches using two kind of triangular tabs, thick ones. Uh, which happened to be the same way that the MDLX Optimus Prime's mysterious removable chest or uh, back hump attaches. So basically it means you can give Optimus Starscream's wings and then you can swap their heads so that, oh, it's Starscream in disguise as Optimus Prime. Uh, the problem is that the wing pack, it, it goes in on Starscream fine. It holds in fine, but it only holds in when it's all the way in. And if you bump it with your finger while you're posing him, which is very easy to do on a Starscream, with his wings, it'll fall out immediately because it's very heavy. Uh, not not super heavy, but it's like, it's not light, you know? So I kind of wish that they had doubled up the peg tab system uh, with magnets as well, like they did with Optimus Prime's chest. I just, maybe this will be different when this thing goes out into full production, but like my immediate feeling was like, I need to paint a layer of clear coat onto the two um, connecting tabs because there just is not enough friction for me to feel comfortable with this. So I wish the wing pack went on with more than just the two pegs, uh, especially since I, I had forgotten until I went to 
to grab the matrix from him for a for a photo <clears throat> that the optimus prime uses like three or four magnets to lock the chess piece in uh, along with some guiding tabs so that that's the one bummer uh other than that like we know they're doing all three seekers so if you only want one your three funny colorways are all going to be out there it seems Skywarp comes with two extra face sculpts, whereas Starscream only comes with the one, so, you know, that might enter into it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's it's probably the most debatable MDLX release so far, if only because it's expensive, and it kind of has a pseudo-gimmick that relies on you having the Optimus. Uh, not to the degree of, of Rodimus, like, coming with another hand for Optimus or anything like that, but, you know. Uh, I still gotta mess with him a bit more and then, and then do some coverage, but... Uh, MDLX line continues. Next release, I think, is going to be Sideswipe, who's going to be like the complete opposite of this. It's like a smaller car guy who doesn't have giant parts on him. So I'm hopefully going to be able to mess with that, too. Um, but uh, yeah, TJ, let's pop over to you to do another one of yours. Uh, maybe, do you want to tell us the, about about the thing of the things? The things, the multiple things. Multiple things. I'm, the things where I've, I've been waiting. I think you were the first person I saw take the photo I wanted to see of the two of them put together who don't come in the two-pack mm. together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think in the span of, like, less than two weeks, we discovered these, these were cited, and then these were orderable on Amazon. It was the Cyber Combiners for EarthSpark. And... If you if you've not been paying attention to the Earth to the Earthspark toy line, because I know a lot of people don't. Yeah. Uh brand new brand new assortment, new price point. Uh you're getting a mech suit Robbie or Mo, and then you're getting a uh Autobot with well, not an Autobot, but like you're either getting Terran Twitch or you're getting Bumblebee. Mm-hmm. And they work and they work like Energon figures. Like enter like Bumblebee especially is like painfully close to how Hotshot looks aesthetically in all of his modes. He just handles things better. I'm which is a weird thing to say. Yeah, so it's it, which is a weird thing to say. So, I mean, they have hallmarks of you know budgeted Earthspark figures, uh, Twitches. Twitch is rough in vehicle mode. <laughs> just compared to how good her deluxe came out. And she, because she has to be sized in a particular way for uh, the the gimmick to work, she does have some proportion bizarreness going on. But she works. And the Bumblebee actually works. And the Bumblebee is just like a solid, simplified Bumblebee. And the articulation is still, for the most part, there. Um, the mech suits themselves, no vehicle modes. It's just basically action figures that can still do the Energon gimmick. But beyond that, the combination still works exactly like it does in the Energon Autobots. Like, right down to the like the tabs even feeling similar. Huh. Um, hmm. Yeah. Um they all retain like hip and knee articulation. The knees are detented to stay straight for stability in the combined modes. But if you just want to pick them up and pose them, you can. Um, universal shoulders on all four of them. 
like all of them have the same range of articulation and all of them have like proper elbows and uh I think where am I yeah, I, w- I want to say the way everything works, they actually have, like, a bicep rotation, too. I could be misremembering. Do they have original, com- like, for the torso modes, is there a second head sculpt? Because it looks like there is. All of them have a second head. And actually, when you split the torso to form the arms, the head will flip into place by itself. Yeah, so they, they all have a universal articulation that is actually better than a lot of those combined Energon Autobots. And yeah, there is a bit of Automorph to them too. And beyond that, yeah, like... Yeah, beyond that, they, you can you can mix and match them too. So, like, the kids can combine, the, the Autobot and the Terran can combine, so if they do more of these, same as the Energon Autobots, you're getting a lot more to goof around with. I remember the bummer was that these dropped at a great price... And then a couple people got them and said, dang, this is neat. And then the price jumped. On Amazon, at least. Here's the weird thing. Let me go back and double check all of this. Because I remember the timeline of this was odd, but I only, gets... caught, I only caught bits of this when this was happening. <laughs> okay. Okay, so here's the thing. So, um, Amazon right now has them at the price I got them for, which is twenty four ninety nine for each two-pack. Mm-hmm. Um, I have seen that same price at Entertainment Earth. Now, what was confusing was that the first time these were cited, it was I supposedly in a Target out in California where the label was like $42. And for what you're getting out of the package, like that felt like what Hasbro would charge for these things. So I kind of assumed that was the correct price. I think a lot of people stuck to that. I found them at my Target this week uh target's asking price in store is 29.99 and i still think that's a really good price for them because they are actually quite a bit of fun i'm just checking to see what they cost on amazon canada <laughs> mm. uh here here's the other cool thing someone pointed out to me is that you uh, you do not have to separate them at all in order to switch who is on top and who is on bottom. You can cartwheel the whole thing. Oh, nice, cool. Yeah, they are they are thirty three fifty seven on Amazon Canada in uh, U.S. dollars. So forty five Canadian. So they're around yeah. about your target price. So what impresses me about these is that there are actual improvements over how the Energon Autobots operated. You know, uh, like, clearly these are trying to force characters into the mold. You know, Twitch does look a little bit odd because she has to be a certain size, certain proportions. Yeah. Uh, but it's doing everything the Energon Autobots did. It's throwing in a few extra tricks to it. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you've got some added articulation that the others didn't, that the old toys didn't have. You know, because a lot of those, like, especially, like, a lot of them were just big bricks. Like, once you combine them, they couldn't do anything. Uh, these yeah. can still do a lot. So, I'm lo- I look at these, and I think to myself, like, twenty four ninety nine or even twenty nine ninety nine. You know the you know the actual transformer in this is absorbing most of that budget because the other one doesn't have vehicle mode engineering. 
But even that, you think of how much, like, these are, these are really good as it is. And then you tie in, like, how much better they could be if they had that increased, like, generation's budget for just the Autobot portion. Oh, yeah, that yeah. Make, that's where I start getting the vibe of, like, yeah, if, if they can do this in a budgeted line, a full line of this, like, they'd have the Titans return it. You know, where everyone kind of got in on this. But I absolutely see where they could get away with doing, like, the Energon combiner thing again if they wanted to throw back to Energon. Well, worth noting, too, the the Amazon price of 45 Canadian, that is basically our Voyager MSRP now. So these Cyber Combiners are basically Voyager price point on Amazon Canada, at least. Uh, not saying do all the Energon Combiners as Voyagers, because that probably means we'd get, like, four. But if mm-hmm. we also only got four, <laughs> you could just do, you could pick four Autobots, just do them as heavy feature Voyagers who are stuffed with engineering uh, and like get super fully featured uh, leg and torso modes. Like I actually wouldn't mind that. It would be beautiful if they were all deluxes because we'd get more, but even Mm -hmm. if they were Voyagers that were just heavily fully featured and it's just like, we're going to do, we're going to pick like, you know, bump, we're going to pick hotshot Rodimus uh, and like two others, maybe just their general like mates, like Inferno and, and, was it Mirage? No, Prowl. Prowl is his name. Uh, yeah. Hey, what's up, Energon cartoon? Uh, like, just those four, as four Voyagers, like, that wouldn't be optimal, but I wouldn't mind seeing how that turned out even. But then you could also do the four of them as one wave of deluxes and then AO. Uh, yeah. Man, I want to pick these things up. I would like to find them in person, though, for cheaper than Voyager price, if possible. That twenty that twenty five dollar American price sounds super slick for these. <laughs> for for these, it's a like genuinely. I thought no, it, it, no, this has to be wrong. I had to have gotten in on this, and like I'm I'm sure they'll jump up to like forty. Still sell twenty five. Other shops asking twenty five, and for twenty five, it's a fantastic set of toys. Ooh, tempting. Oh. There's the uh, there's the other trick. Um, all of them also have ways of expanding the foot base. I was just looking at photos to see how that stuff worked. <laughs> so the yeah yeah um some some I I think Twitch has extra flip out heels, but the others have like uh full like swing around bigger boots that hide inside their legs. Yeah. It's, it's, like Bumblebee's boots, like Bumblebee's like super mode boots are like literally the top of the car flipped all the way underneath his feet. It does a lot for the leg modes, because usually to me that's like the suffrage mode, where it's like, you know, I kind of know what it's going to be. But the fact that it's like, it's not just the robot mode lower half, basically, like there's there's some tweaks that happen, like that's already a really cool touch. Uh, I feel like it's worth saying, though, amidst all this, like these are still ostensibly the kids toy line. So, like, uh, I think these do look really cool, and I want to pick these up, but I, I would caution, like, maybe, like, don't go in on these things expecting, like, oh, these are basically going to be on par with my generation stuff, because, like, kind of demonstrably, like, I don't think that's the case, but they just seem like they're really yeah. good yeah. kids' toys. Yeah, like, I, I would I would call them my favorite toys out of Earthspark so far. That said... 
they do have some limitations that come with the fact that they are from the Earthspark toy line, yeah. so keep it in mind. My favorite toys from Earthspark so far is also, like, not a giant pool of toys to pull from. <laughs> uh, but that's that's not our fault. <laughs> that's Earthspark. That's, that's Hasbro's fault. Uh, all right. Um, I'm, I'm, I hope I find these in person. I want to see these in person. Uh, I'm going to swing back over to, uh, one more of mine. Uh, it's a quick, it's just a quick double one of things I got for Christmas, actually. My Xmas haul. Um, three separate sources, one of them being friend of the podcast, Chris Carnage, got me the three volumes of the, tr- the little hardcover Transformers manga, which I haven't read yet. I just have them all sitting together in a happy stack. But that was kind of cool. Because uh, I've never read that manga. That's like the the the, the TV-kun manga, uh, if I recall correctly. Um, and it has some really, like, I flipped through one of them. And it's like, when you get past the actual manga pages, there's also just a pile of art in the back. Like little one-off pictures or design photos or whatever that were in the magazines. And that stuff is like gold. Like, it's really cool. Um, and then I also, because she came up earlier, as a little Christmas gift, I received... Studio Series Air Razor. So I have one of them. I was able to alleviate the the horde by one globally. Uh, and like, you know, everyone knows, you know, having glanced at her that she's, you know, using the same skeleton as Kingdom Air Razor. Of all the toys with that skeleton, Air Razor, Pterosaur, and Movie Air Razor, Movie Air Razor is actually my favorite. Uh, something about her in every way feels a little more thick and solid. And the way that her feet transform and are designed, she has slightly longer legs, so she's, like, kind of enormous in robot mode. So, you know, she's all over the place, and also she didn't transform in the film. So I understand there are plenty of reasons to skip this figure, but, like, I actually like this one more than, like, Kingdom Air Razor or Terrorsaur. So if you really like this, this skeleton and you're down for a third, like, I think it's actually pretty good. It's just a shame that she's everywhere and that she was her own shipping case, it seems, and is is clogging up shelves. But that said, if you get one at like a Ross for six bucks, you're just laughing. You're going to the bank. Uh, absolutely worth it at like a discount price. So putting it out there. Um, Aaron, I'm going to swing back over to you where you can start mixing in off topic if you like, because you got a couple of those. Yeah. Um. So I... I... I'm 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 running out of gas here. Uh, getting close to midnight here, uh, so I'll be quick. Yeah, on, no, on, on my my, my remaining three, my remaining three are going to be one basically. Yeah. So we, we uh, have one more round between all of so, us. So uh, a couple of Lego things will be my last one here. Uh, Alfie, for Christmas for me, uh, got uh, me the uh, Lego modular. Uh, I think it's just called Birch Bark, but it's like Birch Books is the thing. It's the the modulars are the full base base plate size, three levels of house. This is one that's like two half base plates. Uh, one side's a bookshop. Oh, it's like the apartment one or whatever. From, yes, from years yeah, ago. Here, let me. Okay. Let me. Uh, uh, Lego modular. Book I remember you told me that that like year you know a hundred years ago when we were talking about yeah. it like you told me that the apartment one was a good first one because it's it's technically yeah. two little ones so it's it's this one here, um, that it's another cool one. It's got little oh, bits yeah, yeah. Uh, 
little bits of kind of story to it as you put it together. Um, pretty fun builds. Uh, beautiful, like, teal color on the house side of things. Um, yeah. Like, no disrespect to Birch Books, but Birch Books looks ugly compared to the house. Yeah. <laughs> the house is really gorgeous. The tree, <laughs> the tree for the bookshop is actually pretty interesting because it's like a bunch of stacked cylinder pieces that that with the gap in it makes it look like the like the cuts that are on birch bark like white birch trees it looks kind of like that as you build it and and there's a little birdie what has a nest in it um but that was a fun build the other more interesting one was she found uh somebody that has like custom uh lego instructions and she found the USS Defiant from Star Trek Deep Space Nine as one of these custom builds. Huh. And she bought all the bricks from, like, there were, like, five different, um, uh, like, online brick sales orders that came in. And so... She got the, one of those drug runner-looking y- brick link orders? Yeah. Yeah. It was, like, multiple, <laughs> like, USPS bubble mailers with extra tape on them. And she's like, when those come in, absolutely not drugs. When those come in, don't open them. I'm like, okay, well, if it's got your name on it, I'm not going to open your mail. Like, she's like, I know, but like, those are a gift for you. And so then finally, at the end, it was like, she sent me an email. She's like, oh, here it is. And I'm like, what is this? It's hat, Merry Christmas. I get a PDF. What is this? And she's like, open it up. And so I'm like on my phone and trying to open up a big PDF on a phone is not a great experience. Um, And then once it did, I was like, okay, instructions. All right. She's like, remember all those bags? Yeah. Here. And I was like, oh, okay. That's real cool. All right. But it was, yeah, it was was weird, momentary, odd sketchiness of like, what is this that you're having me deal with? Um, (laughs) Yeah. What's happening? But yeah, <laughs> makes a nice like handful defiant. Um, try, I'm trying to find a photo of it, but I don't have one readily available. Um, but has the right angle for it. Has some like ancient Lego pieces in there, like the old like Ooh. two finger, three finger flat hinge pieces to get just the right angle for the nacelles uh, for the. Everything. I was going to say you shouldn't you should never ask like how much did it cost how much did my gift cost but also do you know a rough like if someone wanted to build this thing roughly what it would cost them on uh, on your aftermarket brick sites if I, I did not go looking my gut feel especially with some of the older odd pieces that are in there maybe between 40 and 60 Sub one hundred, that ain't bad. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, and I don't know how much the instructions cost her as well, because that mm. was a separate expense. Because then she linked me to, like, he had a, and he had like a, a, TOS Enterprise, but it just didn't look right. Like it, it, it was trying to keep to a relatively small scale, and she's got some dimensions in her that don't quite work at that but the defiant because it's basically like a angry pancake comes out pretty good um yeah it has it has three things where it should have four there there are a couple of like very well actually nitpicky things uh in there um but the silhouette is right the the colors the the 
it, it was like she said it was frustrating because there's a difference between like the Legos changed their grays because there's like a bluish gray and a a a uh, different gray, like the the standard gray or something that it makes it slightly different. So it was like, make sure you get the right color of light gray. Um, but yeah, they were they were both fun builds that I got to build, and one of them, both of them, are displayed in the living room now. If I could ever like, I know this isn't how it's supposed to work, but if I could ever just be in like a toy show room, and someone just had the defiant stuff all in a bag ready to go mm-hmm. for a roundabout set, I, I think I'd be tempted because I like the defiant. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm a very I'm very pro Cisco. What is I've it? No uh, Benjamin J. Cisco's <laughs> MF and Pimp Hand, I think, is the uh, is the line that's out there that I always yeah, laugh about. Uh, I keep trying to find the first time it shoots its guns, because when I watched it on Netflix, I heard whatever that original sound effect was that they removed because they considered it too loud and violent. (laughs) Uh, And I've tried to find that clip again, but then the guns never sound like they sounded when I watched it. And I'm wondering, like, did I, am I, like, reverse nostalgia-ing? Because I watched watched DS9 properly just, like, in the late 2010s. So Mm -hmm. am I, like, just somehow, did I create nostalgia memories for it? Because I remembered... Whatever sound effect it used the first time it shot its guns in the series made me jump out of my chair because I was like, I was like, is Star Trek finally doing like, like, uh, anime gun cannon stuff I love? And then afterwards, it always sounded more like Star Trek lasers. And apparently that was a conscious decision in the production because they were like, it's too much for this thing to sound like it has friggin' uh, artillery cannons firing whenever it shoots its guns. Yeah, I, 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 but I was like, I was like, no, though. (laughs) <laughs> I'm I'm running back through uh, the next generation right now, but I tend to remember the Defiant being more like chum 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 chumy, um, with its like f- photon cannons or phaser cannons rather than yeah, um, the like more laser spiao sounds of phasers. Yeah, it's like you have to really watch it in context, but I just I just remember trying to look into this and, and like reading something about how, like, it had different sound effects the first time, and then they were like, this is too much. This is <laughs> this is too much, like, other something's like, we're, we're leaning too far away from Star Trek with this, but I was always like, nah, though, it's defiant, it's allowed. Yeah. <laughs> it's the time that, that Starfleet became what it most feared for, for a moment. Uh, that's cool, though. Um... All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna swing back just through. I have I have a triplicate of Rise of the Beast Studio Series things that I had been sitting on for ages and then finally opened uh, in the last couple of weeks. Uh, three size classes. First size class, core class Noah Diaz. Actually, a really good toy. Uh, he he. I was not expecting a ball socket waist joint on on a Transformers toy of any kind. Obviously, Noah Diaz. In exosuit, power the Power Master form, Sonic Mirage form, uh, is not your usual core class Transformer, but he does come with a whole ass airplane that sticks on his back and has moving parts. So I didn't think they were gonna like go hard on him, but the Noah Diaz exosuit figure itself is like really articulated. Uh, so if you like that design, I would recommend it. Also, if you just think it looks cool, I'd recommend it because he's 
he straight up has just like this five millimeter uh, a pliable airplane that you can stick on other things too. Um, I, I rather like him just as a funny little desk man. Um, Studio Series Nightbird is the one that often is lumped in with Studio Series Mirage. Uh, I haven't messed with Mirage yet. I, I one day will buy one academically. I know it's bad. So I, I haven't done it yet, but I really want to mess with one. Uh, Nightbird, however, I kind of had a feeling about, and, uh, I like Studio Series Nightbird. She is super weird. Uh, and there are plenty of valid reasons to not like this toy, but whatever they put out threads the needle just right for my taste that even though she kind of barely resembles what she looked like in the movie, uh, I think she's really fun. I like the transformation and I like the car mode a lot. The robot mode, if the parts that I thought were going to be fragile aren't, and the part that is fragile is fixable. It's just two tabs on the backpack uh, that hold in pretty well already, but they very slowly eke themselves out as vibrations go through the toy. Uh, the the only really like really really bad part is she clearly was designed to come with two swords and then only comes with one. Uh, that kind of stinks. But like, also, you know, she's weird. But like, I I like how this figure looks just as a Transformers toy. Uh, I'm even considering all the various upgrade kits coming out for her. The problem is, like, I don't know what a lot of them are gonna do functionality wise. Uh, but if one of them gives her bigger wings, but she still can turn into the car, then I'm interested. The wing pack is hilarious. Uh, it's not good, but it's so funny that I think it swings around once. And so this version of Nightbird is more like a kind of weird, like evil imp pixie robot thing. Uh, she's got tiny, tiny wings and super weird stick legs. Um, but there's something about her that just works for me. And the transformation, I think, is really cool. So, also, her, like, car bumper boobs are part of the chest locking mechanism. And that is a very specific kind of swagger you don't see in Transformers very much. So I think that's also kind of neat. Um, and it's hard to explain. You just, uh, I discovered it during the stream and I had to transform her chest, like, four times. Because I was like, there's no way, though that collapsing the, the bumpers into the boobs actually is also part of the locking mechanism. It totally is! And it's like, the, more Transformers should do that. Um, so I like her. Uh, don't buy her and get mad that I recommended her to her, be, her to you, because I'm not. Uh, but I think she's really cool. Uh, and then I also got Studio Series Optimus Primal, who's fascinating. Uh, I, I wish I had Battle Trap or buzzworthy studio series optimus because i feel like i have accessories for toys i don't own because the chains are neat but they really just feel like they're for battle trap and the axe is a random thing that is for a different toy um but the actual optimus primal uh i think it, it really helps that i never owned transmetal optimus primal from way back in beast wars because i did not identify how apparently his whole transformation very much just mimics that that transformation i just think the transformation's cool uh i also really love that he has a wide opening jaw on his gorilla mode head and when you open it all the way it's totally just a d colon face and it's hilarious i just leave him standing on my desk with his mouth open and every time i look at him i, I chuckle um and so between him and leader class the fallen we have some very good leader class gaping mouths uh in the line in studio series 
but yeah, I, I like this figure quite a bit. Um, the transformation, I think, is, is very fun. It's original to me, so I find it quite fun. Um, I, I kind of wish he wasn't leader class, but I don't think he would have quite fit as a Voyager Plus uh, situation anywhere that, that makes sense. Uh, so, unfortunately, he's kind of sidled with accessories for other toys uh, to fill things out. But uh, in a vacuum, uh, I think he's really cool. I, I think he's a little cooler than the mainline Voyager Optimus Primal, but also that toy's got a little bit more inherent swagger. I'll just use the word again. That toy is just like, I'm like Kingdom Optimus, but I work a little bit cleaner and I look funny. Uh, this one is trying a lot harder, so it's a lot easier to kind of poke fun at this one and go like, oh, why do your shoulder pads move up and down? It's for like minor articulation reasons, huh? Oh, you goof. You cost a lot of money. Uh, but, uh, also having him in Air Razor is, is corrupting my brain, and now I really want to find Studio Series Cheetor and Rhinox, <laughs> even though I've done entire panels on how you shouldn't be a completionist about this stuff, I also, like, I'm just missing the two, so I, I could just get the two, right? Uh, mm-hmm. anyway, that's my Studio Series adventure, and, uh, that brings it over to TJ, you've got, I believe, one more thing on that list, uh, uh, yeah. Yep, yeah, I Very do. brand new, un- uh, unknown a... territory. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally new figure. No one's ever had it before. Um, yeah, so I got the... I, Having completely forgot that I pre-ordered it from Walmart, got the retro G1 Soundwave reissue. And that's that's the one that's is basically that line they were doing of 86 movie reissues except it has a different box right correct they are now playing to the uh the 40th anniversary <laughs> with the retro packages right so yeah um it's it's g1 Soundwave again what um yeah i know i was shocked too I mean that's still a solid toy. That's one of the better ones in G one. So I'm not I'm not dogging on the toy. Mm. Um, I really am fascinated by the whole repaint into cartoon color thing because Hasbro repainting G one toys is not something Hasbro would normally think up. So like just the fact that they're doing it is such a fun novelty to me. And there is something about Soundwave done up the way he looks in the cartoon. Like, no stickers or, like, darker shades on him that just makes him look really clean and fresh. Hmm. Like, it's... It's it's a bigger difference than you would think. Like, it, it, it gives him a different vibe that I like. Um, the fact that uh, Ravage is also fully painted also helps. That includes the die cast. So, oh, Ravage nice. just look Yeah, Ravage just looks like... Ravage, you know, and Soundwave does have his diecast feet too. Those are also painted. Oh, so I just every, assumed everything. those were plastic. That's that's kind of cool. No, no, they kept the diecast. Uh, the only weird, the only weirdness to it is Laserbeak. Now, I do approve of a lot of the changes they made. Like they took the chrome off to do in just flat silver. Again, animation, but also that means I don't have to worry about it scratching. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. For for a reissue that's doing something different, I will accept that. Uh, for whatever reason, everything else on this toy is either tampographed or painted. Laserbeak's wings are still done in uh, stickers. Oh, weird. Yeah. 
And that's just in the bird mode. When did I do it? Hang on. This is I now completely lose track of the toy I had yesterday. <laughs> Listen, he's, he's got a very good disguise. Uh, everyone's got a cassette player. So, it's easy to lose him in a room. I've been shuffling things Laser. around because I decided to, like, undig all of my model kits and actually build them. What? So everything... Oh, knowable. Knowable. Yeah. I gotta do that still. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm up, like, five Mega Men, but also I've had to dig out so much just to get to them that now I've lost track. I love the phrase Mega Men. I don't know why. <laughs> okay, so I can't find them, but I'm... So, to go off of memory... In bird mode, his wing details are actually done with stickers. On the opposite side, the the, the actual cassette mode, it is all paint. Oh, okay, Which... I can see that in the stock photo. Um, you can see the reflection on the sticker, actually, <laughs> in the stock photo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to say if TF Wiki mentioned it's, like, the first time Laserbeak's been done, where, like, the cassette side is paint instead of stickering. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, the cassette side is what's in the stock photo in Soundwave's chest. And I was going to say, it looks kind of bold in a way I, I like, like with the, the really stark white. That's tempting. I, li I, I like G1 Soundwave, so if this if this looks as striking as you're saying, like, that's actually kind of tempting. Okay, yeah, here, yeah, okay, found my laser bake, yeah. Um... Okay, yeah, I will. I will amend. I will amend this. Yeah, like he's he's stickered on both sides. It's I think it's oh, okay. Ravage that's fully painted. I well, mean, still, either the way, look I good. Yeah, like the stickers look fine. Like, and I still really, I still like like the fresh look on it. Yeah, and they're they're factory applied. I'm assuming so. There's no like there's no scuff or anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah they're clean stickers. You don't have to do anything. Okay. And there's my ravage. Yeah, the ravage is fully painted. No, no stickering on him. Yeah, it's just a neat idea, and I wish more G1 molds survived so we could do more of these. Yeah, I I really would love to see more of the cars done like that. Also, just cause the the cars, the the Diaclone cars are such interesting like academic pieces i wish there were more copies of more of them out there especially in like these kind of finishes where you get rid of the chrome you get rid of the kind of you know it's a fresh run of them so they don't have that inherent ricketiness um and there's there's not if you if you only do like one of each of them and kind of ignore the repaint remolds there's not like a ton of them and i think that could be a really cool 40th anything to do uh or at least like you know bouncing off the 40th um, I, I, I feel like, I feel like cause they redid the box specifically for this release. I feel like if it was just going to be like the last run of the retro toys, they wouldn't have bothered with a package refresh. Yeah. I'm inclined to agree. Um, I guess there, some, one could make the, the argument of like, given how quickly the 86 movie package styling went into clearance every single time, it might also just be to separate these from them, but are people really going to notice that? I don't know. I don't know if that's still a conversation people have in companies like that. Uh, but yeah, this, this is the freshest version of G1 reissues I've seen in, in a million years. So like, I'm, 
I'm very tempted by the sound wave. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I believe that also uh, completes our acquisitions chatter. Uh, so hey, uh, thank you all for listening. I hope you all have, uh, you listeners out there, have had a very happy uh, crossover into two th- the year two thousand and twenty four. Um, Aaron and TJ, like clear, demonstrably, you both survived making it into two thousand and twenty four. So Somehow. congratulations. Somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, thanks for sticking with us. We'll be back again with some more chatter again, uh, later on. Um, and, uh, yeah, just ch- check out our things we do and, uh, you know, drop some fun, uh, chatter in the, in the thread. Keep it friendly, keep it kind. And, uh, as always, big shouts out to our diligent, uh, editor and army of bees for your continued assistance with all of this. Um, and, uh, yeah, until then, we will uh, we will talk to you all later and uh, I demand your survival. It means, but you got some badass perpetrators, and they're here to stay.